We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 17, picks against the spread. Superlocks, yes, they're back. Maybe I can finally win one. And Cuss Corner, plus the free money Cuss will try to give away. He is currently up money with the free money after hitting a five-leg teaser on the weekend. Money line just failed. However, the teaser did hit, which brings him to an impressive and career-best 5-14 and 14 for the season and 20-117 and 117 overall. It's going to be a real rough road if he falls 100 games below 500 here because uh, I think he would have to lose out in order for that to happen. Jeff Feinberg is on location this week. What is up, sir? Hello, hello. Hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas <laughs> holidays with uh, their friends and family. What's so funny? You can talk to him. Just the phone or board makes me laugh. Oh. Bolt up. Bolts are in the playoffs. Bolt up. Yeah, bolts are in in the playoffs. I'm pretty amazed at how it like week a week sixteen clinching scenario. Even you guys might think uh, Feinberg was just being so negative. There's no way anyone before that Miami game saw a week sixteen clinching scenario for the Chargers. But I honestly don't think in the last three weeks of play that there has been a result on the NFL calendar that has worked against what is in the best interest of the Chargers. So uh, yeah, tickle me, tickle me pink. We're here in a couple of weeks to relax and get Bosa back and let's go. 
Here we are. So uh, I guess we should bring him in right now. But first, I do want to let all of you know to smash the like for the episode and sub to Mayo Media Network. Uh, We have a TikTok account now, plus all the shorts that are going up for the best of moments in the history of the Pat Mayo Experience and the Dogger Pass podcast. You want to get the UFC year in review? That is up on Mayo Media Network right now as well. Let's bring him in. As mentioned, hit a free money last week. Went one and two. But hey, a five-leg teaser is going to pay a huge plus money. It is Tim Underhust. Tim Underhust. That is not my name. I see that you are no longer for this one episode. Well, you still are an insane person, but your name has been changed on your phone or board. I think it's a very fair way to, to describe it. Don't you agree, Jeffrey? I can't um, honestly. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm seeing it. <laughs> Oh, God. Everything's been going so well. Everything's kind of been going well. And oh, just to say, I still, okay, yeah, we'll deal with that. I still don't know how good the Chargers are, but I'm relieved how everything's played out. Put it this way, you need to cheer for your second favorite team for things to work out. I'm cheering. What do you mean? Well, oh, for me, for you to get off my wagon. Yeah, the that's the only way that to... can happen. Oh God! What? Thankfully, everything broke right for me last week after the, one of the, one of the worst losses I've seen as a Jets fan in a competitive season. The seas parted for the Jets, so that the we actually have a very simple mathematics to make the playoffs. If we win the last two, and the Patriots don't win the last two, we're in. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, I guess I'm really rooting for you you, now that you put it in that context. And, yeah, I mean, what's the point? The Jets are so far down the line, Tim. Like, you can't – you have to go all in at this moment for these two games. Like, what's the difference if you win seven games or eight games? Like, you've already lost a top draft pick. Yeah. You know, you've got to try to finish this sucker off uh, in a big way. So, good luck to you. But why are you cheering for me saying – and not Cincinnati. Like you love Joe Burrow. No, I'm all in so for the Chargers in this, in this playoff run. If we're out. I'm. I was happy for us last night. I thought that was a good game. Who's uh, us? I thought the defense played very well. Once. Uh, no, 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 this isn't us. This isn't us. I, I worked too hard to do the. No, no, no. You can't just. You can't just enter the marathon now, or a week ago. No, this is like the Olympic four by one hundred, and now I'm ready to take the baton for the uh, for the anchor lap, Jeffrey. You've done good work. Tim, why are you doing this? <laughs> because honestly, I really want to see the Chargers do well in the playoffs. I have the least grudge against them and the Bengals, I guess. Other the two teams, I have no grudges against in some ways going into the playoffs, and I just think it would be great to see Herbert really years. take that step forward and really put to bed any concept of like, oh, I wonder who should have been taken in that draft. Like, let's put that to bed now uh, and, and and do that. So, but plus it'll be on. fun. Plus, I want your you team to really, do well. Like, you, you were negative towards the Chargers pretty much from the day after last year's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't wrong. They, they no, were a lot more flawed. So why are you like, I'm just confused. Like, what what is do? I feel... If there's like an ounce of a content play here, then it's not genuine and I'll be okay. But I don't I'm understand for why, why a pivot 
like the chart, like I, it will I'm make you happy. Of... It will make me happy that you know I have no dog in the race, assuming that the Dolphins aren't there. But even so, they're not really competitive, so I have no dog in the race. So I just want to cheer actively for you. I want to see you succeed. It'll be good for everybody. Chargers are fun outside of a couple of players I don't particularly like, but most of your your team is is, is really fun, and I, I was really glad to see us play well last night. But why are you hitching your wagon to us? Like you don't think the coach is good? Like you're no, the coach is not good. On, but I love second. Herbert. You're pl- I love Herbert. It would be great to see him really take that massive step forward, win a couple of playoff games, win several playoff games. It's a, it's a fun story. Chargers were 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 dead and buried, and now they're in the playoffs. Yeah, but they were also what a fun like story. Fifteen to one, they were also fifteen to one preseason. So at the same time, like they haven't done anything. They're exactly where they should have been, you know, in many ways. Um, so I don't understand. Like nothing is different. Nothing is different. Now it's just a tournament, and they're a fun and they're team still... to watch. They're a fun team to cheer for. I'm asking you what's different between your off season of hate, your early season of hate towards the team. Yeah, I've seen I think I've seen enough to now have a better sense of where they are. And I don't think anybody thinks they're a Super Bowl contender. So if they okay, do but you're about so now if credit. they do really do no, no, no. well, uh it'll be fun to see them overachieve. I think it would be great to see them overachieve. That would like be a, an enjoyable playoff. What qualifies as overachieving based on their preseason expectation to you? No, I'm saying overachieving based on what people believe right now they're capable of. If, yeah, they went to the, if they went to the AFC title game or better, that's overachieving for this franchise. And I'm cheering for that. I think that would be fun. It'd be nice to see after last year where Burrow made his assertion from that 2020 QB draft. It'd be nice to see if, if, if Herbert does that, goes toe-to-toe with all these great quarterbacks and these great teams in the AFC and asserts himself. That That's a really fun NFL storyline, and I'm here for it. And the Chargers okay, have had very little playoff success over the last 25 years. So why not? Why not them? That'd be really fun. And the way it was fun for Cincinnati to go all the way to the Super Bowl last year, uh, it'd be really fun to see the Chargers make that kind of run. I'm I'm here to support it. Okay, so I actually want to say something constructive, football related, but I'm more important and am am curious why. Like everything you do is for credit. Like anytime you try to make a take, no, no, no. There's no credit here. There's credit. no credit here. I'm just, I'm just want to see no, you but do I mean, well. Like, and the this Chargers will be fun. aren't the, the team that like someone would, like you would, you'd pick a good team so you could say I'm going to get credit when they win, like picking Brazil. So like the char- and you normally only make statements like this for an, an end credit game. So I'm not what's making a pick. On? I'm not picking them to win. I'm cheering for them. There's a difference. Uh, that's probably worse. I'm not picking them to win. No, no, no. But I'm going to cheer for them if, if, if the Jets don't make it. Obviously, first and foremost, it's the Jets. But you must if be they horrible. Because I saw one of your good friends. You're such a bad like guy to be around that one of your good friends wouldn't even want to watch Week 18 with you who likes the Dolphins just because you you can't even like watch – like, listen, I, I I get intense, but if I'm watching with a friend who likes the other team, like there has to be a level of decorum and mutual respect. Like, especially a friend I know cares almost like I care. And I saw that your good friends won't even like watch with you because you're just so like um, main behavior syndrome and stuff. I'm not even going to look, look, here's the important thing. <laughs> I really think the Chargers are a fun team. 
they're a fun storyline. If the Jets aren't in the playoffs, I'm here to cheer for storylines. I really want to see them succeed. I am looking like when you know, there's no teams that I despise in the AFC so much that I have to cheer against them, assuming that Miami and the Patriots aren't in the playoffs. So, you know, let's have fun. It would be a lot of fun to see the Chargers. Well, a lot the of people written off. Fun. They throw the ball like six. I like that they go for dunks. it on fourth down all the time. I like that Herbert has really stepped forward and asserted himself. I like that they haven't had a lot of playoff success, and maybe this is their moment. Sometimes, you know, to be rewarded the way you might get rewarded this year with maybe a trip even to the Super Bowl would be such a treat for you. I'm here to cheer for that. That would be a lot of fun. I'm cheering for it. I don't know if I'm not predicting it's going to happen. There's no credit available here for me. I'm just rooting for it in the AFC. That would be a lot of fun. Okay. I did say on this show a couple weeks ago that a friend of mine who loves – likes loves the Bengals said pretty much when that last year in early December the Bengals were exactly what the Chargers were a coach everyone thought yeah. would be fired and then something like stupid happened um you know they had the same record and uh, but I we're not like last night if Joe Burrow was the quarterback of the Chargers or the it, sorry, that's not a fair statement. If the Bengals played the Colts last night, it's it's probably like thirty-eight to three, not twenty to three. Maybe uh, they did you just watch the Bengals down the instantly. Third, did you watch the Bengals on Saturday evening? Uh, they decided not even to play football in the second half and probably should have lost the ball game. So I don't know. None of these teams are unbeatable, and the Chargers have a weapon as good as anybody else's, and they have they're getting healthy. And they're a fun team to cheer for. And so let's go. Bolt up. This will be fun. Go Jets. Go Jets. <laughs> oh, look, obviously, first and foremost, go Jets. But, like, that friend doesn't want to watch the game with me because I'll be excited. But if they, if the Dolphins were beating the Jets, he'd have so much fun. No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, it is my show. I haven't spoken in 10 minutes, so I'm going to jump back in here. So the point is, <laughs> is if the Jets win, you are unbearable to be around. It's just, it's absolutely horrendous. I knew you're doing the jet thing. You're doing like your little can-can kicks throughout the room, celebrating like a crazy person. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I wouldn't want my team to be losing to that. And I'd be like, oh shit, this sucks. Or if anything goes wrong at any point during the game, you are such a fucking sad sack. Like you're, it's not fun to be around you. It's, it sucks all the fun out of the room. I think that that, like I said in the thread that was captured, I understand that people would say that based on past behavior, but I really feel like I've moved on. You were having a (laughs) fucking meltdown on Thursday night. No, I wasn't having a meltdown. I was, I was upset and annoyed. And then I just like, couldn't understand why the quarterback wasn't being changed to the point where I felt so bad for the kid. I was like, this is terrible. Get him out, protect him. This is awful. Uh, It was a range of emotions. I also didn't expect that every single thing in the world was going to break right for me. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday for my team to be in no worse position than it was starting that day. So, yeah, a lot of things came my Just like how Jeff gave up on his team in week three, uh, I guess I gave up on my team la- in last week only to find out that my team and, and Jeff's team, which is my adopted team for the playoffs, are in better shape than I expected. I did find I, it. Can I, I, did, I just... I did find it funny that people were like, man, look look how good Strevler is. That guy fucking sucked. Yeah, he missed a wide-open touchdown to Uzama, who fell down, but got the Bronx cheer because at least he was completing passes. Um, in, week, in week three, I didn't... Came on this show and gave it? up on the year. 
Yes, hold on. Let me say, I said I no longer believe. I'm happy about what's happened. But week three, I didn't believe that I can get excited that we can win the Super Bowl. And I don't know that that has changed unless Bosa and Rashawn Slater are on the field. Um, yeah. And if James plays a full game without being ejected for headhunting. That was bad. But I don't know. He's I, I, Does he have a rep? People were telling me he's like the dirtiest football player. I like... I must miss it. Would you say he's replaced Rodney Harrison in the Chargers defensive backfield? I don't know. I I think that if you're talking about the dirtiest player in the league, then the new guy has to be Mac Jones, doesn't it? Does seem like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I miss the tweets, but you know I like to defend it. I've never seen Derwin called one of the dirtiest players in football in like totality outside of that hit and then last night there was a lot of like see i told you he's one of the dirtiest players in football i didn't see a lot of that he he doesn't doesn't play enough to really earn that (laughs) moniker (laughs) thanks tim so is 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 this what we're gonna get that tim is saying that derwin james is gonna play all of the playoff games so the chargers are setting up to be like that colts team where bob sanders finally played four games in a row and they won the super bowl the Chargers have a good, as good a chance as anybody to make the to make the Super Bowl if well, they're in the tournament and they're in the tournament. Well, well, good well, a chance well, as anybody. Well, and when you say a good a chance as anyone, I'm looking at the Super Bowl odds right now to win the Super Bowl uh, by percentages. They have a one percent chance to win the Super Bowl, whereas someone like the Eagles have a twenty two percent chance. So I wouldn't say those are equal. And you're not going to get a hundred to one odds on them. If someone gave you a hundred to one odds on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. You say that's tremendous For value. The Chargers would take it. to win the Super Bowl or anyone in the Chargers spot, they would have to essentially probably beat Lamar and then two of Allen Burrow and Mahomes in three straight no, weeks. No, I, I, like, or, I or they have to or they, they have to be inside track at the five seed. So then they get a, a basically a layup against Jacksonville or Tennessee. No, yes, they're significantly better at every position. They'll be fine. And then you have to go either to Cincinnati. Then you're, you probably go to Cincinnati. Or Buffalo, or the two games. All you've teams already made me say, You're making me sad. It's supposed to be a happy day for me. I'm. You've made me upset. So let's do games. Okay, let's recap last week. Uh, let's see here. The coin won the week again. <laughs> the coin is running away with this at this point. Uh, Ten five and one to push its record to one twenty three and one hundred and twelve. I lost the week at seven eight and one. It looks like I didn't update Cuss numbers here, so I should probably end up doing that at some point. Cuss, you were 9-6-1, and one, so was Jeff. So Jeff is in second place at 120 and 115, five games above. I'm one game above, and I have to calculate whatever the hell it is you did last week in terms of overall record. I'll get to that by the end of the show, but I still believe you're just behind me by two games. So it's, it's, not, a, it's not a huge spread. It's like a seven-game spread with two weeks to go. It means it's still anyone's game. Jeff and I both stupidly took the Titans last week as our super lock. That lost. Tim took the Arizona Cardinals, that one, pushing him back into the lead at 12-4 and four on Superlocks this year. One game above. I can win it this week. Jeffrey, I mean, you can clinch a tie. No, I can win if Jeff loses, I win. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you win and Jeff loses, yes, you would win the season in terms of the Superlocks. That is correct. And full credit to Tim. This is a 12-4. and four. He's picking Arizona last week with horrible CLV. There's no model. There's no database in that 12-4, and four, baby. So full marks to you, Tim. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. I mean, even it. to go 12-6, and six, you got to take a bow. I, I look, thank you. I appreciate it. And I, I really have a couple I like this week. So 
I will say the world's easiest teaser is available this week if you want it. Oh, so there's a I te- recommend it. There's a teaser. There's a teaser coming this week. There's it's a- the teaser this week, and it's the world's easiest tease if you want it. How could it lose, right? I don't see how it loses. It's the world's easiest for a team tease. All right, well, there's a tease for the teaser towards the end of the show. Let's go to Thursday Night Football. Dallas at Tennessee. Uh, the Titans are 10-and-a-half-point dogs with Malik Willis playing quarterback. Uh, this game is stupid because the Titans can essentially treat it as like a bye week if they want to, then get into their win and their in game against Jacksonville into Week 18. So I'm curious to see what they end up doing here. Uh, Jeff, I threw out a theory uh, on my odds checker show earlier, and everyone didn't really take the bait on it, but I'm sure you guys will. What if the Titans, in these like two days before the game, they just go scour practice squads from around the NFL, and they're like, hey, Josh Rosen, hey, whoever, anyone they can sign, and basically just have a three-quarterback tryout on Thursday night to see if any of these guys are capable of playing Week 18? That is freaking genius. (laughs) I'm so into that. Like, not in the world had that occurred to me. You could literally run a full-on tryout in a live-speed game against a good defense. Yeah. What the heck? Unless you're really – or you have to say, hey, Malik Willis, we need you to get in these very important reps, right, Tim? Yeah, I don't – this is quite a remarkable collapse. And I don't, this is worse than either Carolina or Arizona in the two previous years. This is what my future looks like. I can't remember. I mean, this is my Super Bowl winner that I picked to start (laughs) the year. Oh, my God. And, uh, seven and two. (laughs) This is who I threw my support behind to start the year. I mean, obviously, I'm going in a different direction in the playoffs uh, with the Bolts. But yeah, (laughs) this is tough. It's tough. I believe they were seven and two, and they've lost like, they've lost six straight. This is tough. Um, it's too many points in a game that neither team. I mean, Dallas needs to win, but you know, like Dallas doesn't have to do that much just to keep pace with the Eagles. It's actually quite a disadvantage for them to have to play on Thursday. Like anyway, uh, it's too many points. Ten and a half is too many points. Ten is probably the right number. <laughs> um, very hesitatingly, like there's no tease. There's no money here. Just like very hesitatingly, I would take uh, the Titans. Uh, I, I'm, I doubt I'll, I'll watch much of this game. Jeff, I'm not uh, great at capping games to begin with, but this one has me in a pretzel. Like, I have no clue what's going to happen. If I at any point tell you that I am putting money on a side or a total in this game, just, like, sh- come shoot me. Because like, this is a classic, like, something is on. I need to bet on it. I have no clue. Well, let's let's flip a coin and see what's going on. The coin taking Dallas minus 10.5, by the way. Yeah, I, I like you and perplexed. I, I do lean the ten and a half, but you can easily see this game, even if you feel good about it, the fourth quarter going sort of like the Dallas indie fourth quarter. Maybe not to the full extent, but it would only take one and you know, a little nibble maybe to put it over a number that was looking in good shape, uh, especially with Malik Willis in that Dallas defense. Um, but you know, I can't assume that's going to happen. So I'm just taking the 10 and a half points at home. And what I assume will be a bit cold and maybe Derrick Henry won't fumble. I am such an idiot 
for thinking the coach whose team, the coach who would cut his dick off is allowing what's happening to happen there. I know they've had horrible injuries. It's so bad when, you know, their most reliable player in, in Henry is, is fumbling and, you know, you hate to see players like that have to apologize as if they did it on purpose. It's like, but, but, but yeah, it's incredible. Um, what's happened to Tim's Super Bowl pick and the crystal ball is now showing what happens to pick or no pick. What happens when Tim supports you? And my NFC team is the 49ers who go to have to change quarterbacks more often than people have to change uh, underpants. So was that your Super Bowl? It was Tennessee, San Francisco. Yes. My, my I don't know, maybe Tennessee's out and maybe it's a rematch of Super Bowl 29. Maybe that's where we're going. What was Super Bowl twenty nine? Chargers was it that? Was that Forty Niners Chargers? Chargers. That, that game was close, as I remember. Not. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas. Like I'm going to take Dallas in this game because I don't even know if Derrick Henry is going to play. They might just sit him and be oh, like, yes. get, "Get get yourself right." If you are going to take Tennessee and the points in this game, I, you have to parlay it with the under, right? Like, there's no way this game goes over forty and a half and Tennessee covers. Okay. Does seem and unlikely. And you know what, Pat, for a game I am so undecided in, I'm actually going to flip-flop on the first game of the show because there's no way this thing goes off at 10 and 10 and a half once Tennessee really shows who's, who they're not going to play. So I'll just take the the what I assume will be some, some closing line value, I guess, and give me the Cowboys. All right. Yeah. Let's jump to Monday Night Football, Bills at Bengals. The spread is Bills by a point and a half in Cincinnati. 49 and a half is the over-under. I, usually we bury the Monday night game, usually because it's really crappy, and then we're like so burnt out after two and a half hours. But I really did want to talk about this game. Other things that I wanted to talk about, the Listener's League for DraftKings this week. The link is down in the description. Uh, the one-and-done contest for golf, that's filling up really quickly, by the way, if you don't have your spot. If you've never played golf before, fantasy golf, don't even know who the players are, this is kind of the contest you want to be in. It's $125 for the year, so it's like $4 a week. you got to pay up front, though. That 125 bucks. It's a five max entry. You make one pick per week. That's it. You pick a guy once, you can't use him again. And however much money they earn in that tournament, that's how much money you get. Most money wins at the end of the year. $125 to play, 50 grand for first prize, 35 grand for second. Very flat payouts all the way down. Something to give you a bit of skin in the game if you ever want to dip your toe into golf. And frankly, people who know a ton, as Jeff can attest, and I can attest, uh, don't have a significant advantage over people who don't know what they're doing in a tournament like this. It's a lot of fun. The link is down in the description, or just go to fantasygolfchampionships.com. And I will be giving one of you a free entry into it. What you got to do is get yourself a spot already and then show me that you're entered. That will enter you in a draw for another entry. You can have up to five. So screenshot me that you have at least one. That gives you a ballot in the draw. So go do that right now. Uh, I should probably be giving that away maybe on two-week show, next week show, maybe the first golf show of the year in terms of the Tournament of Champions. And is anyone, Jeff, you ever been to Cabo? Nope. All right, I'm going to Cabo with my wife. I want to know where to stay. So awesome. People, people hit me up with that, all right? Cincinnati. Tim, why do you love Cincinnati? Well, you're, when are you going? Uh, April. Well, I was going to say, like, isn't Cabo the place where, like, all the football players are going to be that aren't in the playoffs pretty much in two weeks? Yeah, I still have to work, though. I'm going after the Masters. Good, good. good. That sounds... Uh... So you'll see Xavier and Howard there. You'll see Tyree Kill there. You see all those guys there. 
Well, you already cursed, uh, and also you, you already scrambled two of his brains. Why don't you leave him alone? I I need Tua to play this week. He's not going to play this week. <laughs> I I really need him to play this week. Hey, he's after his third concussion. Don't think he's playing this week, pal. I really need the Dolphins to win this week. Has there ever been a player that you literally felt could maybe have legit reason to sue his team? Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod Ty, Ty, Ty Taylor. Oh, oops. And that is ongoing. <laughs> that is ongoing lawsuit. Um, yeah, and clearly seems like another undiagnosed concussion. Uh, but we'll get there when we get there because Pat moved up Monday Night Football. So Yeah, here we are. So, Tim, you love Cincinnati here, I'm guessing. I don't love them, but I think the value is on them. I think they probably should be two-point favorites. I think these teams are kind of equal. And I don't see why Buffalo should be laying a point and a half in this game. Uh, I wonder if the Bengals had played better in the second half against the Patriots, would they be favored? I, I don't know. Like, seems like a strange – the line seems strange to me. I can't figure it out. If we had been guessing it – on Saturday night on the live show, I would have picked Cincinnati by two or two and a half. And so this does, this still perplexes me. Um, I mean, it's close enough that the spread, I guess, doesn't matter a whole lot. You just pick what side you think is going to win, and that's fine. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a t- it's, I mean, Buffalo played really well against the Bears. After a, sort of a choppy start, they really asserted themselves, whereas the Bengals were all over New England early and then just completely you know, sort of self-imploded until Ramondre fumbled, which, you know, leaves a pretty sour taste in your mouth. But, you know, it's it's a tough call. I think there's really little little between the quarterbacks, little between the teams. I think it's, it's a very close game. Um, I'll take the Bengals because they're at home, and that's kind of it. I, I'm not in love with either team. I hope we, I, good chance we'll see this game again come January, and whoever's at home is probably going to win that game. So give me the Bengals to, in this game. I am going to take the Bills, Jeffrey. This is a very critical game for Buffalo. They win, and you know, they're good to go uh, with their first round bye and home field all throughout the playoffs. They lose. Now we got a bit of a different situation. This has felt like Buffalo's Buffalo in these big spots in the regular season the past few years. Outside of that one game against the Titans, that the Derrick Henry shoved the guy, and they made up. They made up for that one. Like they go into Kansas City this year, they win that game. Uh, I think that they're going to do the same thing to Cincinnati here. It feels like Cincinnati's like they're losing a few too many pieces, and you always worry at this time of year. Now, offensively, they've. They dropped like two more offensive linemen, and they didn't have a good offensive line to begin with. Their defense is getting a bit more banged up. Like they have a few leaks coming in right now. They've shown the propensity to be able to fill these, no problem. It hasn't really mattered. But eventually, you get to past the point of no return, and maybe you don't notice it against a bit weaker teams. But against Buffalo, I feel like you are going to notice it. It doesn't clinch Buffalo anything, by the way. No, Buffalo. But they, yeah, but if they, still... if they if they lose, they're now in a three way tie. Correct, which Cincinnati wins. So, uh, so yeah, they need to win the game. Anyway, Tim. Thanks, thanks for pointing that out. They do, but you made it seem like if they win, they're good to go. Like, yeah, they're they no are. Off. They play fucking New England next week. Who they're gonna have suck. trouble with? They suck. New England sucks. They can't beat the Bills. <laughs> what are we talking about, Jeff? I agree with Pat's sentiment um, that the Bills. The Bengals could play 85% of the league and they probably couldn't exploit the situations or injuries that the Bengals have at the moment. The Bills do have those. The Bills are, you know, familiar with the big games. I'm just leaning Bills because if you made me just ultimately rank 
like Chiefs, Bills, Bengals at this moment. I would put the Bills ahead of the Bengals. And this will be a sneak peek, potentially, before I lose money on this rematch in the playoffs. So you're taking the Bills? Yeah. All right. So Buffalo for everyone, coin included, except for Tim Andercust. Next up, Miami and New England. The Patriots are favored by two and a half. Pretty sure that we're going to win. We'll hear about Tua. I just don't see any chance that he can play in this game after they reported he had another concussion. Pretty stark difference. Tim, um, when they showed the clip of the play where he got concussed, it kind of makes the fourth quarter make a whole lot of sense when he was just randomly throwing it to the other team. Definitely. I agree. And look, for Tua's sake, I hope he doesn't play this week. But, I mean, I kind of don't think he should play the rest of the year. If it's bad enough to miss this game, it's probably bad enough to miss the rest of the year, right? I would probably agree with you. But I I think that he'll want to play so badly that – the moment he passes, oh, I'm sure he would. But the moment he passes, he'll make his case, and they'll end up putting him back in probably too soon. Then he'll get another concussion. Yeah, like it's 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 kind of gross to even think about, if you be honest with you. Um, it's just it's a tough situation. I feel deeply for the person. I mean, to go through this many concussions and you know it's just and other injuries on top of that. It's just really unfortunate. It's no fun. No one likes that. Um, I have to take the Patriots in this game. I don't see how you can pick the Dolphins. I just don't see how you can. Uh, the Dolphins, when they've had backup QBs in there, have looked god-awful. They have played games where the other team does nothing, and they still win comfortably over these backup quarterbacks. Uh, the Dolphins played – now, this is cold weather. They don't do well in cold weather. This team is not fit for the type of situation that Fox Bros in. Like, the Patriots have their destiny in their hands. The Patriots win the last two games of the season. They make the playoffs. This is – the. I just think with the backup QB here, I got to take the Patriots. I was thinking the same thing, but it looks like we're not going to get Jonu Smith or Hunter Henry in this game, which should, I mean, not that they have much of a passing game to begin with, but that really limits what they can do in terms of the short passing routes. And it does limit what they can do in the block, in the running game too, when you miss two giant bodies who are constantly on the field and have to get new people into those places. Jeff, I think when they announce Teddy Bridgewater as the starter, this line goes up to probably three, maybe three and a half. And I think... Listen, the Patriots find a way to lose every single week. If they're favorites, I just want to bet against them. So I'll take Miami. I think I kind of agree with Tim. Miami kind of feels unbettable in New England with a backup quarterback. Even with, uh, you know, this would probably be two teams that you would probably might be looking to fade if they weren't playing each other. Also, to piggyback on Tim's point, and coming from Tim, it means a lot, and coming from me, it will probably should mean a little less because there's no keeping up with him. But yeah, I feel horribly for Tua, like you do. It's easy sometimes to make low hanging fruit jokes. The guy loves football, would die for football, and he can't catch a break. He can't catch a break. Um, part of it, you watch some of those hits and you feel like he gets ragdolled more than other smaller quarterbacks that we watch take hits in their careers. Something feels different. I don't, I don't know. These D linemen that they whip him in ways that the other smaller quarterbacks seemingly are able to brace themselves better. Again, I, I have no idea, but I feel horrible for Tua. And at this point, I don't think he plays again this year because those are three concussions in a very pretty short period of time. I don't know who would advise him to play again this year. And he showed that he can be like Drew Brees. 
It's a little guy who can deliver that ball effectively all over. Uh, and I know it's been a collapse for the Dolphins, but most of us thought this is probably exactly where this team would be right now at eight and seven, fighting for something. Um, you know, so you just wish Tua was healthy. And and the guy was great this year, despite these these stretches of uh or you know, the last month of bad play. To look at the numbers of these teams like the past six weeks, they're eerily similar. And they kind of blew my mind that Miami's defense has gotten a lot better over the course of the past month when their offense has kind of sagged a little bit. I do think that there's a scenario here where if you just ask Teddy to make a few 10-yard throws, maybe Waddle or Tyreek can break one. And no. as long as they don't get away from what they did against Buffalo so effectively in the first half. They just continuously run throughout this entire game. I think I just want the points against these two teams. I think these, like, two is better than Mac Jones. Is Teddy better than Mac Jones? Who Mac Jones sucks. Now, look, the, the two points. The points are not valuable here. What's valuable is that you've got Belichick feasting upon a backup quarterback, a team that struggles in the cold in a hostile environment. If it were three or three and a half points, I can totally understand. It's, it's, it's going to be three that, here but, in a second. But, like it's, it's, okay, it's but two and for a, the purposes it's, of it, this well, show. It's, it's two and a half. Two and a half matters. Two and a half's not the money line here. No, but for the show, it's two points. No, it's two and a half and points. Like, put up the graphic. It's two points. When did it go to two and a half? It's two and I'm looking at it right now. It's two and a half points. Is it that an old line? No, it's two and a half points. But I saw two. I saw two on DraftKings. Good vision there, pal. Earlier. Anyway, two and a half is still not three. Still not the points are still not valuable enough to over. Those are very valuable points. It's 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 at two and a half, who do I think is gonna win the ball game? I think think it's gonna be the Patriots. Okay. So I'm the only one on Miami. Fun stuff. Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City favored at home by 13 and a half points. 45 is the over-under. They finally covered one of these big spreads last week against the Seattle Seahawks. Poor Gino, man. Gino had, it was funny because the two of the picks that Tua threw against the Packers, it just, like, at first, like, when you were watching the game, it's like, did the receivers just not run the right routes? Because he just threw it to the other team. Now it turns out he probably was, like, seeing eight people at one time and just kind of chucked it up in a direction. This happened in the Seahawks game, too, twice. One of them was picked, where he thought that Marquise Goodwin was going to run to the end zone, so he threw a fade to the end zone, and only Chiefs players were there, because Goodwin had stopped the route and tried to come back towards the ball at, like, the five-yard line. And then it happened again on, like, the next series of plays. So their offense seemed really discombobulated once uh, basically once Lockett went out and they were just using a string of backup receivers as Kansas City was able to just try to get hey DK here's what you can get we're not going to let you get behind us and that was going to be it so I, I thought it was very strange and that's how they ended up covering that game do you think we'll see Russell Wilson too yes I do well that's good for the Chiefs uh, covering this number yeah but I mean following the theory of Jeff always liking that new coach you know, in a first game, this is a Go spot. Football. Where... It's a tough that spot. Theory, hold on, because you said it. No, that theory is like you fire your baseball coach in game 90 of 162 and that other team's playing game 90. Like, may, you know, it's just so boring that maybe that one team got a kick in the ass that day or an 82 game hockey or basketball season. You fire your coach like game 45. It's just a malaise of nothingness. Uh, you know, it's that asking you fire a coach in football. Like you're so up shit's Creek. Granted, the Panthers are doing something. <laughs> exactly. But, but, 
But no, it's it doesn't work for football. There's so many other things in in football. The argument's mainly based that those other seasons are so long and boring that the okay. smallest little kick in the ass could mean something. Uh, that's my narrative street on those. So, so, so too many points. It's in division. The Chiefs very rarely do cover big spreads, even though they did last week. And I think I picked them to do that last week. They don't do it often. It's in division. I think Denver will show some pride. Too many points. I'll take the Broncos. I was thinking about the Broncos, too. Uh, Jeff, what do you know about Jerry Rossberg, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos? Well, Pat, apparently there's reports the defensive coordinator turned it down. <laughs> probably like, I want no part of probably a, probably a savvy move on his part. And as people note on Twitter, like Denver's defense, they, they'll play hard. But once they give up 14 points, they literally quit because they know what it means. Like <laughs> it's over. It's over. Um, yeah. I I've been taking great pleasure in all that's come from Denver. I've only seen the quotes from the press conference today. Some of which took a lot of chutzpah to come out of people's mouths. Um, and I look forward for some evening entertainment, uh, listening to that press conference myself or watching it. Oh, horrible quarterback, horrible teammate. Give me the Chiefs. Jerry Rosberg, Jewish. Is he the is he the only Jewish head coach in the league? Probably. I never heard of the guy before. He he was brought in to be like the clock helper, right? Yeah, I was shocked. I when I read that, it's like, oh yeah, he was brought in to help with like time management and timeouts. I assume like the when, like when they cut to him, he's gonna be like some skinny twenty one year old kid, not some like sixty seven year old man. <laughs> uh, who'd you take, no by point. the way? I'll take the Chiefs. I'll yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs too. This could just be the end of the road for Denver. Just like hey, let's get it. Let's not get anyone hurt anymore. Let's just play out the season and see how it goes. Denver's on Cabo time. Ah, maybe I'll see them down there. Jets at Seattle is up next. The Seahawks are two point underdogs at home to my, the returning hero Mike White and the New York Jets. As Tim has mentioned, that the Jets don't necessarily control their own destiny, but. They still have a chance. They have a 13% chance to make the playoffs at this point, I think. So it's better than nothing. Uh, if you missed Cus Corner Christmas, that's out right now. This is Jeff and I's preview for the PGA for the season and all the major championships. So, Tim, let's start with you. What do you make of this game? Because I kind of like the Jets. Yeah, I like the Jets, too, because Mike White's coming back because Seattle is sort of completely out of gas. They're like a AFC, NFC, Tennessee, a few injuries, but still, they just don't win games anymore. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the spot we're in. I, I, this is all setting up for uh, Jets winning in perhaps next week. Uh, I mean, if the Dolphins lose, then it, then the Jets need the Bills to to beat the Patriots next week and then win and they're in. Uh, I like the spot. I, I think that, that this team plays hard for Mike White. There's too much talent for this team to only score three points. I don't love going to Seattle, but we had the mini buy, so we're a little bit rested up. We should... Uh, you know, if the Chiefs can play great defense against them, I think we should play even better defense against them. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'd be terrified about next week's game, but this week I think like we got a real shot. Yeah, especially I like with it. I like with how banged up Seattle's offense is. Like Ken Walker looked pretty good against the Chiefs. Like he had some good numbers, but he didn't look quite like his explosive self. DK got banged up in that game. Probably no Lockett. I think Marquise Goodwin was playing with a broken wrist at some point last week. They were using Penny Hart. Travis Homer goes down. Seahawks are just running out of dudes here, Jeff. 
Yes, they are. Uh, they also, though, they, I mean, you mentioned the Jets playoff percentage in that 13 to 15, 17% range. Seattle's flirting with that 25, 27%. Um, so they're in that NFC malaise. So certainly a lot to play for. I don't know, Tim, did you catch this week when, or I, it must have been yesterday, they asked Carroll about Geno's revenge game? And he almost, in like amazing Carroll fashion, he's like, screw Geno. This is my revenge game. <laughs> they fired me too. I so, didn't see uh, that. And like, really? He's played the Jets several times since then. I don't know how many times you get to have a revenge game, but okay. Every sure. time. All right. I mean, I don't think it's a layup by any means. It's the Jets team on the road that, that doesn't always play the smartest football. But Mike White's healthy and ready to go. He's going to take. He's going to push the ball down the field. They're going to have opportunities, and I think they should win the game. So, Jeff, who are you taking? I'm on the Jets. Let's make it a party. I'm here for the Jets. Let's go on a ride. The locker room is galvanized when Mike White plays. He, as it's, I know it's like a, um, you know, said a lot, but he makes the easy plays. And with the Jets defense, it's what you need. You just need the quarterback that makes the easy plays look easy, complete them, and they're fine. So give me Mike White, Jets off the mat. Rounded Jets, except for the coin, coin going with Seattle at home. New Orleans and Philadelphia, the Eagles with, I'm guessing, Gardner Minshew. We haven't heard if Hertz is ruled out yet or not. Are seven-point favorites at home against the Saints. I thought with the Saints' win last week that they would have, like, higher percentage to make the playoffs, but it's only, like, 2%, so I'm not too concerned about the Saints here. The Saints are still really bad, as it turns out, and the Eagles... I mean, they don't. Miles Sanders doesn't put the ball on the ground. They beat Dallas with a backup quarterback. I think they're fine with Gardner Minshew, especially against a low rent team like the Saints right now. It's going to be tough to run on the Saints, granted, uh, as they've gotten most of their guys back in terms of stopping the run. But I thought that Gardner Minshew looked very comfortable chucking the ball all around. He was moving well in and out of the pocket. No Lane Johnson. Pretty scary stuff for the long term outlook for this team. But against a lowly team like the Saints, I am going to take the minus seven, Jeff. I'm with you on that. Uh, the Saints, the dream is dead. Even though the standings would indicate there could be a sliver there, the dream feels dead, especially after the Tampa Bay victory on Monday night. Eagles, awful loss. They just need one win so they can then take, um, right, they can take a break week 18, and, and that is priority A. They'll win, they'll cover. Yeah, Tim, when I was looking at it, it just – I don't think that the Eagles wanted. I mean, obviously, they don't want to lose this game. Uh, but to lose this game and then have to play a division game, especially if Dallas ends up winning, it's just like, oh my god, what are we doing here? We had we had the NFC and buy sewn up. Now we have to. Who do they play in the final week? The Giants or the Commanders? The Giants. They the play Giants. the Giants. Yeah, like that's not fun. You don't want to do that. No, you'd like to win this game, wrap up everything, and and be able to treat Week 18 as as a as a rest week before you go into your bye. I agree. The Eagles are the first leg of the freest teaser. Then we we ring in the new year with the freest teaser imaginable. We're teasing the Eagles down to one here. Uh, I, I love them in this game too. Yeah, 
All right, so round of Philly. So bet New Orleans on the money line at plus 270 is probably how this works. When any show all picks the same team, just bet the other way. Guaranteed to be a winner, as it turns out. Carolina and Tampa Bay, two teams so bad, Tim, that they didn't even want to flex this into Sunday night. How could you? How could you? <laughs> they already had to deal with Tom Brady on Sunday night last week, and that game was unwatchable. Oh, my God, that was horrible. <laughs> like, the Buccaneers are a talent-free team. That's what you got to know. Uh, they don't have skill. I love Carolina here. Give me the Panthers. I expect them to win the ball game. It's that simple. They're better at almost everything. Uh, better at almost everything than Tampa. Tampa's trash. A trash team. Give me Carolina. This is going to two and a half before we know it, Jeff. As I'm, I'm looking on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, it's plus three for the Panthers, but it's juiced to minus 120. Usually a pure indication this is going through the number pretty quickly. I like. Listen, I don't like the Bucks. I'm going to pick the Bucks, uh, and I would consider betting them at minus at minus two and a half in this spot. I think you know if they're going to win a game, it's probably going to be by a field goal. I'm shocked this isn't on your teaser, Tim. No, because it's not free. Because also the Carol, also because Carolina is a really bad team too. Like they have one of their best. They traded away their best two offensive players, and they fired their head coach. Like well, hold, on, hold, hold on, they they traded away their two best offensive players outside of McCaffrey. Who did you consider their other... and Robbie Anderson's probably their second best offensive player. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that Zilstra was going to score three touchdowns a week. I apologize. Well, he plays. Those for... are probably their best two offensive pieces. Uh, that... They traded both of them away. By the way, Zilstra plays for the Lions, not the Panthers. Oh my God, you're right about that. It was the right same game, right game, wrong team, right. Also, I, uh, I I like they're just throwing shade at DJ Moore, like he's crap compared to eh. the, the glory of Robbie Anderson, who might have one. I am concerned. One the only thing treated. that concerns me in this game is the horn injury. I don't know that he plays. That is certainly uh, something that Tampa, if they were any good, would take advantage of. But I don't see it. Like I just look at that line. They're three and eleven and one against the spread. So they're dead. Tampa like. No, like they're not due. They're not good. Like no one on that team is playing well. Even Brady, who's not playing badly, is not playing well. Like that team is just really, really, really messed up. And the yeah, Panthers Brady's are really fun. And like the Panthers are getting three points. And as long as I'm getting three points and the points are valuable to me, I'll take them. And I think they're going to win the game. I, 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 we're here to cheer for. We want Carolina in the playoffs. It's a far more fun story than a garbage dead Tampa team. Brady is far worse is far, like, is certainly not their worst player and is no, not their not. problem. But he is not good at the moment either. No. Um, the advanced numbers in this game, like the Carolina defense, honestly, in the last five, six weeks, there's not a category in, in like, the fancy stats they rank outside the top 10 and the low usage high efficiency of sam darnold is blowing some epa metrics off the boards right now shockingly i wonder what the reddit thread is saying to that but i honestly don't have an opinion on this game it's not a real game we pick or it's not a real money game for me we're gonna pick them all here and i'll pick this one with my heart i would love to see carolina win this game I would love to see that. So you're taking Carolina? Yeah. We love cats on this show. Not me. I'm taking the, pi- the I, I'm taking the pirates in this one. Oh god. Uh Carolina, by the way, over the past six weeks per DVOA, third against the run, nineteenth in defense overall, twenty seventh against the pass. So 
if Tampa Only doesn't Tampa could pass the ball. Well, I mean, they can they can kind of pass. I'll tell you what they can't do is run on first down every time for one yard. That has not been successful. Not a good play. The, the fact that Bowles won't fire Leftwich means that Bowles should be fired too. <laughs> like they both should be fired. They are not good at I mean, Todd Bowles has had two cracks at this now. I don't know how you can stand there with players like Godwin and Evans and Fournette and Brady and watch this offense do nothing week after week and not conclude that there's got to be something profoundly wrong with the offensive scheme. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Jets would be a playoff team with Sam Darnold. Yes. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's true of just about any quarterback you could name, Jeff, who isn't, like, one of the three worst. I guess you're right. Would the Jets be a playoff team with Baker Mayfield? Which Baker Mayfield? The one who's been playing for the Rams, who's been decent, or the one who played for Carolina, who was unplayable? Either. The current version of Baker, since he's been taken in under uh, McVay's wing, he's been fine. Yeah, that would be fine. But no, the one that was doing whatever he thought he would, whatever was going on in Carolina was, was as bad as Zach. Jacksonville and Houston. Houston is a four-point dog, or yeah, four-point dog at home against the Jags. The Jags, much like the Titans, don't have a ton to play for, although nothing. there there is a weird scenario. There's like a 0.1% scenario where they could win the wild card, <laughs> even if they end up losing, uh, losing, they would have to win this game and lose to the Titans, yet there's like some weird tiebreakers that go their way if everyone just ends up at eight and nine overall, but uh, it's a very low percentage outcome, so realistically... Win and you're in next week. So what do we? What is different about the Jags in this situation than what we're going to see with the Titans? Because I think the Jags, not necessarily like balls to the wall, but I think they're going to come out and just play a real game. I hope they don't, Jeff, because if the Texans can win and the Bears you lose get your out, Bears money. I get. I already got my Bears five and under five and a half. Where the Texans can find one win, Jeff, the Bears can have the worst record in the league. Yes, and I that was. Um, I put a. I made that as one of my picks in the first couple of weeks of the year on our uh, futures game between Tim and I. So, I agree with you. I'm hoping for it, but I don't think the Jags are looking to lose that mo. I agree. Like, I don't think they are. They're going to see the Titans get mopped on Thursday, and they're probably going to have just a complete different. Like we're going to go in this thing. That snowball's going downhill. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, now, obviously, guys, like, they're not rushing guys back. Guys need the rest. They're going to get the rest. But I think they're they're playing this through. So I'm going to take the Jags. I'll take the Texans. They've been playing good for the last month. They have not been the worst team in football for the last month. ATS monsters. Not just ATS. Like, they've been winning games. And They, they like, won they the ugly. They won ugly. No, they've been winning games. Like, they've been <laughs> up in games oh. late. Like, like they're they're in games. They're scrappy. They're playing good football. Like they're not playing the worst football in the NFL, which is what they were doing like in November. Like they have turned a corner and they're back. They're playing respectable football. This is in division. It's in ten, It's in Houston. I think the line is fair, and I will take the Texans here. Tim is correct. The last month, the Texans are not the worst team in football. In fact, the Buccaneers, Bears, Titans, and Indianapolis have been worse than them. Yeah. And I think within the locker rooms, I could be silly. I do believe there is a desire to not be the worst team. Yeah. Like let's let's hand that off um to Chicago. 
which what, that would, what would create, Chicago do because they can't take a quarterback yeah, at one. That would, as I was going to say, that would create a really interesting dynamic. There's Will Anderson out of Alabama. They could, you know, but the Kings ransom, they could probably take just to move back four spots as we've sort of seen how this thing works in the last few years. Wouldn't that be a, a, a coup? Be very interesting. Yeah, somebody Did, like if you're someone like the Ravens, go ahead and make all those picks, and then you don't have to sign Lamar. Trade the picks for that pick, and then you don't have to worry about Lamar. Well, you you'd trade Lamar. the money. You would you would you would trade Lamar to trade. field so they can run a Fields Lamar. You could certainly trade Lamar to a I don't know a team in Gotham City that has lots of picks, and then take those picks and use them for the first overall pick. The Giants. Oh, so you. Uh... I'm I'm deep in the weeds, but like the boards really think we got a shot at giving the world to Baltimore for Lamar. I've seen the rumors last week. For, like, it makes sense. It makes sense, right, for Lamar to come to the Jets. Someone is planning stories that Baltimore might start to look at that package. Those stories, and which we never will have were a gap. Right there. It was always they would never look. They'd never consider it. For the first time, you're kind of seeing people you do trust in the rumor-mongering space saying rumblings of Baltimore may now really consider the, the ransom. And I think Woody would pay just about any price to make it happen. Would you rather trade all those picks for Lamar or trade all those picks for the number one pick and draft a quarterback? Lamar. Lamar. I don't trust this team to draft a quarterback. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you, are you nuts? Give me Lamar and I'm probably going to win the Super Bowl in the next three years. Okay. Next game up. Oh, this is an afternoon game, a late afternoon game. We have the Rams at the Chargers. The battle. Of L.A., Jeff, flexed out of prime time. Chargers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I can't put my finger on this one. I feel like I really want to take the Chargers minus six-and-a-half. No, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Chargers minus six-and-a-half. I think the Rams are... If they hadn't blown out Denver on Christmas Day and everyone like was just like, oh, my God, what happened to Russell Wilson? Wouldn't this line be like nine? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think a lot of people left last night's game, even though it was a 17-3 victory, you know, kind of always wanting more from the Chargers, which, you know, even myself, I think is fair. Um, I will say in, in never having experienced the Staley situation like this, I think they go Sunday's an all-out game. And then the Week 18 at Denver in probably cold weather, like, they just that's the game that no one plays. Um, mm -hmm. but I think we, 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 yeah, we don't want to go in the playoffs losing two in a row. It would be common sense to really rest week 18. Uh, so I, I do feel, um, we're not going to try to stop the winning streak this week at all. So chargers full, full mo. Let's, let's lay the points. Also, up. uh, they're the second part of a free, of the freest of free money pieces. Season down to a half point. <laughs> I like the teaser so far, though, as much as I can't. I'm telling it. you, it's the freest teaser I've seen all year. I'm like telling Las you, Vegas is giving the listeners money if they'd like it. You should have put Carolina on this at plus nine. I'm telling you. Eh, I, I, I just could see things becoming like 31, 21 or something blowing up on me there. I just don't want to. I have I don't I have a good one here. I don't need to add anything to it. OK, what were you going to say, Jeff? No, I, I, I want to let the teaser play out before I make uh, a comment on what I expect. But, like, Tim thinks he's handing he's handing people over some, like, shrewd advice by taking two touchdown favorites to, to pick them. Yeah, it's never, it's never yeah. lost in the history of mankind. So I don't see why it would start this week. 
I'm just saying this week they're starting 2023 off by giving you a, a just a free a free pot of cash if you have the courage <laughs> to click bet on that. You get it for free. That's all you gotta do. Derwin, it's more free money. It's more free money than those competitions where Russell Wilson has to throw over 0.5 yards to win your prop. <laughs> how how much are you betting on this? I already have it lined up. So nothing. <laughs> Zero dollars. No, I'm going <laughs> to be wagering on that. I am going to be wagering on that. Oh, no. You're going to make your first bet ever and lose? I'm going <laughs> to be. I found some passwords, so I'm going to be betting on this. Oh, I found some passwords. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Did you open it? They were stuck to the back page of your notebook, of your journal? No, I, I don't do what Cam does, but I have put them, had them saved on a, on a digital sticky note. Tim, I am halfway through your Christmas show. And I've never heard anyone call oatmeal. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about that cool. comment that you made. I want to ask you a question about that. Okay, I don't know why. When we get to the mini, I have a couple of <laughs> I have a hodgepodge for that. So. Uh, oh, the Raiders are shutting Denzel Perriman uh, down for the year, Jeff. Unfortunate. But did you know that when Derwin James was on the field on Monday night, the Chargers gave up three points. When he was not on the field, they gave up zero points. And he's probably not going to play this week because he has a concussion now. Yes, he's probably not going to play this week. Um, I saw someone who did the research say the average day is nine days for players this year in protocol. It's already a short week for the Chargers. Uh, so, yeah, we're probably not going to – we might not see Derwin, I guess, to the playoffs. So, hopefully nothing bad happens to him. Well, you did throw us out the Chargers' defensive metrics ever since they got rid of crooked Tillery. <laughs> and – Listen, I don't know a lot, this idiot clown talking to you now, but sometimes I get things exactly right. And literally from the preseason, I said, get rid of Tillery, play Fihoko, bring him up off the practice squad. And it took them two months to listen to me and not just me, any other Charger fan. No one else outside the eight Charger fans are probably listening to this or or whatever would know what the hell I just said, but we all thought it. Thanks coach. At least they got rid of him. It's been incredible. I'm so happy. So happy. Just like uh, chargers. Number two, biggest fan. Tim is very happy about it too. Oh, I'm delighted. It's, it's very nice to see the chargers are already there and in the playoffs. Uh, it's, 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 it's a stress-free weekend for them now. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Chicago at Detroit. The Lions are favored by six against the Bears. 52 is the total. It's indoors. It's going to be a very targetable game in daily fantasy this week uh, with some nice weather. And to, well, I don't even know what to make of the Lions at this point. The offense, pretty good when like, Carolina wasn't trying. And the defense was horrible against Carolina, whose only play was run directly up the middle for 20 yards a carry. It's a very confusing effort from the Lions last week. And the Bears, it seems like Fields is starting to break down a little bit, but I think they want to push him to get the rushing record for quarterbacks, and we'll see how that ends up going six is an awful lot of points Tim, for the lions it is why which is why it's the third part of the teaser tease them down to a pick uh, I, I the lions indoors if you look at the numbers much better team than the lions outdoors and they're back indoors in the friendly confines but it's, it's a good spot for them it is a lot of points we're talking about just like we're, now we have to pick the regular spread sure is a lot of points uh it almost might be a, a really great Feinberg game where the Bears will cover and the Lions will win. 
I'm very torn on that. I will take Detroit. I think they win by a touchdown. I'm going to take Chicago, Jeff. I just think that Detroit's defense, well, much improved outside of last week, the past six weeks or so. I think that if Fields is right, that he's going to give them a lot of problems. When Tim and I were watching the Bills game last week, it's like, oh, they, the Bills only practiced one thing last week in <laughs> practice. Don't let Justin Fields run. And then just see, see, what, see what happens the rest of the game. And that was a very effective strategy. Uh, it seemed to be incredibly effective. And what's the, what's the number on our board here? Six. Six. I'm taking the Bears. This could be my super lock this week. It is too many points. This game is coming down to the end. Uh, Tim called it a Feinberg. It, it probably will be one just like that. Uh, the Bears will have no problem moving the ball in this game. So I'll take the six points. I, I, I'm confident the Lions will do exactly what the DFS players will expect them to do this week. But I also think the Bears won't have difficulty moving the ball. We've seen them actually surprisingly be able to move the ball a lot better than we thought. They're going to keep up in this game. I'm, I'm, on, I'm clearly on the Bears. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Well, that brings us to the midway point of the show. And if you missed the full feature-length version of A Very Custy Christmas, well, I suggest you download that. Or join the Cust Corner feed, where you can get all the Cust Corners all by themselves on one handy audio feed for you on Apple or Spotify. Or just hit Mayo Media Network. However, it is time for this edition of a mini version of Cust Corner! Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner, Cuss Corner. <laughs> What's your problem with oatmeal, Jeff? You think oatmeal's not good? I didn't say oatmeal's not good. Or well, healthy. apparently you don't like it. No, you literally use the adjective fun to describe oatmeal. It is fun. 
No, it isn't. If you chop up the various fruits and nuts and put your brown sugar and your honey and your syrup on it, listen, it's a lot of fun. Jeff, when you get to Play the Je- Jeff, is fun. Jeff, when you get to the point of your Play life, side with your friends is fun. Like, what do you mean fun? Listen, when you get to the stage of life where you have to take your teeth out to eat, oatmeal, pretty fun, I suppose. Oh, stop it. Look, there are days if I know I'm having oatmeal for breakfast, like that type of oatmeal for breakfast in the morning, I like want to be asleep immediately so I can get up and have that oatmeal right away. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. It's a lot of fun. Like, what a thing to look forward to. Like, it's just a, a symphony of flavors. I mean, it's like anything, it can be done poorly. But if it's done right, like when we went to the, we went on a golfing trip, for example. And I had these delicious steel cut oats, and I was mocked for them. They were the most that was most delicious breakfast that you've ever had. Most delicious, full of these fresh fruits and syrup. It's it's delicious. It's healthy. It sticks to your ribs. You, 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 real, you realize that if you add syrup to it, it's no longer healthy, right? Well, no, and it is healthy, and I'll tell you why. Oh it's yeah, because let, it fills let me, let me you hear up, about and it. you don't have interest in eating for quite a while afterwards. Most food, food should do that to you in general if you eat to the point where you're full. Well, but no, no, I'm sorry. You told me I shouldn't be eating until I feel full. Now yeah, you're backtracking. Be, now, I, I'm saying that to 99.9% of the population. You don't know how to do that. You don't know when you're full and you just keep eating. I, I, I only know when I'm full when it's too late. Yes. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I told you to stop. Everything you said there, we went on a little rant about um, it being healthy and nutritious and good for you. It is. Even even if you want to go as far as to call it delicious, I don't agree, but I won't make fun of you for it. Well, you've never calling had good oatmeal, then. Fun, calling it fun is like going like, swimming it's exciting. is fun. No, like, it's exciting. Like, going on a water slide is fun. Some water slides. Tim seems like he'd be terrified of water slides. No, I'm not. I'm not. Are you sure? I don't like the super steep ones, but Why? a regular water slide. Yeah, don't want to fall out. You're, do you think that's a big problem for you? You have good inertia. I just am always afraid of that. But no, look, it, they are fun. I don't. I don't understand the criticism of oatmeal. I think it's a delicious, healthy <laughs> breakfast. Like oatmeal is something you start to eat when you like develop health problems. That's not true. It's if like, oh, my co- my cholesterol's high. I guess I gotta eat oatmeal in the morning. Now I can't have bacon anymore. No well, one perhaps is some people. fun of oatmeal by you saying are. oatmeal is not fun. No, no. I'm just saying it fun. Like, in what? the context of how many steps you take a day, I guess oatmeal <laughs> ends up being fun. Well, but, now that I have this new iPhone watch, uh, I know it's called a, it's called an Apple Watch. Stop calling it an iWatch. <laughs> Whatever. Like I get it, I, it counts my steps a lot more accurately now. Oh yeah. So how many? Ge- how imagine. how many steps did you have yesterday? Yesterday, well, wasn't that many. Well, how many? Tell, like, tell tell us. Hold on. What was yesterday? Yesterday was one thousand and ninety-eight. Oh my god. <laughs> Today though, I'm over three thousand. So you've hit the American average for the first time in like a month. Yeah, yeah oh, you no, know okay. how you know how fat Americans are who don't move. So uh, over three thousand today, and actually, I kept getting like positive affirmations from the watch all day. Didn't your watch uh, suggest that you? Qu- didn't your watch yesterday. suggest you yesterday. stand up yesterday because it had been so yeah, long? Yeah, 
Yes, yesterday, because I had a nap, and then I woke up and you know, off the couch, and then I had another nap. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, well, I had I just I it was a busy day, and I had another turkey dinner and Boxing Day stuff, and so. To go back to the oatmeal is a fun food. I just saw that Dan Orlovsky. It is fun. It's not. I just saw that Dan Orlovsky retweeted a thing. It's like, oh, give yourself the amount of points if you haven't. You know, skipped school, broke a bone, fired a gun, met a celebrity, smoked, gotten a piercing, gotten like, there's a list of like 20 things. He has like, he give himself seven points. Like he seems like a guy that would think that oatmeal is a lot of fun. Not like, you know, people who actually have fun. Well, see, that's, again, you don't know what you're talking about. You've clearly never had a delicious homemade steel cut oats bowl of oatmeal. When, okay, when, with, when, when you say, with, when with you say homemade, you mean you're opening the fucking package and boiling water. You're boiling the oats. You're boiling the water. You're cutting up all the fruit. You're cutting up or, or, or splitting the, the nuts. You're mixing it all together. You're squeezing in the honey. Uh, that's what homemade oatmeal is. And it's amazing. I think it's delicious. I wouldn't argue with you. Like, that's what you want. But it's not fun. Well, so you and I disagree on like, that. Like, 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 oh, you go to bed. You go to bed excited to wake up to eat oatmeal. Oh yeah, there are times where, like, I literally, <laughs> if I know I'm having this the next morning, I like want to go to bed now, so I'm up for it. Then why don't you? Or why don't you just eat the oatmeal yeah, then? No, it's a breakfast <laughs> yeah. thing. And again, it's super healthy for you because it fills you, and you aren't hungry throughout the whole day. You realize that you, you realize that diet you, soda you, too, right? You, it fills you. You, you, you realize so you're hungry the rest of the day, you, and you, then that way you, it, you don't eat. Well, that's not actually true because so aspir- aspartame makes you aspartame makes you hungrier. So that's not true. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. The carbonation fills you up. Go, you have enough of it. It fills you up. Go look at any study on aspartame. It will lead you to the same conclusion that it just makes you. Well, hungry. there are other people who feel differently. Yeah, there's a person on our text thread who might be one of the craziest people alive, along with you, who thinks the same way. I think he's reasonable here. But really, you think he has very reasonable takes? On this instance, in this instance, Because yes. when he agrees with you, he's very reasonable. But everything else that he says is in pertains this, to the world. He said, if you want to get in shape, you need to be drinking Diet Pop. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Those are his exact I, words, I, and I, I agree with them. I mean, who, out of everyone in our text thread, who weighs the most? The two people who drink Diet Coke. It seems to be working. That has nothing to do with anything. Really? You don't think that might be a common theme? No, I actually don't. But shouldn't you guys be the thinnest? If it's so good for you. No, no, because, uh, see, that is mistaking the logic. Oh, okay. What's the logic then? Weight loss isn't possible without Diet Coke. But Diet Coke drinking doesn't mean weight loss. Like Those aren't two sides of the same coin. I mean, I don't drink it. I seem to be able to lose weight. You'd do even better if you drank DC. I see. I don't think so. I think water works well enough for me, pal. Water doesn't satisfy the way that that pops out. When you're an, ag- I'm not, an, I'm not addicted to it like you are. I'm not addicted either. You're just like, you know, what's a great way to lose weight, Jeff? Cocaine. I went to my grandmother's, Jeff, for Boxing Day lunch, and she pulled out a mini can from her fridge. You mean a regular can? That's what we're calling them, because that's no. what they're called. You're, you're, and t- I was Tim's, quite upset. Tim's trying to say that the mega cans that he's so used to drinking are regular size cans. But it's not. She had normal cans. And she told me the reason that she buys the mini cans is because it's for, it's a senior size thing. I was like, that makes sense. 
In the you same gave way that, like, that as an option last week. In the same way that like seniors get like smaller meals at restaurants or whatever, or there there are senior specials that are smaller in size. Mini cans are just so if you're a senior citizen, I understand why you'd buy mini cans. You also you're, hold you're, hold you're on, Jeff, Jeff, adult, Jeff. Would. He also suggested that she still not buy the regular can to get the mega can like him and just pour the rest down the sink. I, I think <laughs> I stand by that. It would be cheaper. <laughs> it would be cheaper. <laughs> Tim. It's cheaper to buy in bulk. Uh, get the regular cans, and if it's too much, mega bulk, can. They're called the Tim. Of- Tim. They're called. If they're you not. don't, if you don't say mega cans, no one's going to know what you're talking about. No one knows what you're talking about. No, I, <laughs> seemingly everyone is. We just had a conversation with th- f- f- uh, with two other people, and three Stop of us it. agreed on one way, and you thought it was some Stop weird it. other way. But Stop oh yeah, no, no I, we we we. How about when one person agrees with you, you seem to think that the world agrees with you. When we all tell you it's not, when we tell you it's not, it's not. We're not lying to you. No, you are. You are in this instance. No. Buy still buy the regular cans and Mega pour can. up what you don't need. Yeah, that's you're, a, still, you're saving money that way. You think that's a good idea? Just be as wasteful as possible. It's cheaper from, to buy from, the from the same fucking case. idiot who said, "Well, if you turn on your shower to make it hot, that's so wasteful." Well, I always step into the shower before I turn it on. I'm not a crazy person. Well, Tim, when you watch all this football and all this like horrible winter weather and snow, are you amazed the players are able to play football around all this litter? <laughs> That's funny, Jeff. That's I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make a case for me not for me to be the most insane. But look, you're going to win, bud. I, I see. I don't know about you're, that. You're going to win it, unless you have some sort of smoking gun about all of this. There, there's this, oh, I have. You, I, you, there I mean, are like there's, the I, ice is litter is a pretty strong one, and that's not even going to win like top three. <laughs> I mean, it can be littering. You're driving down the road, or you're in McDonald's, and you're just sitting there, and you throw your ice on the ground. You're littering. You can't litter. <laughs> you, you, can't, littering. You, you can't litter in a building, by the way. Sure, you can. No, you can't. Litter's not exclusively outdoors. It, it is. Mm-hmm. Littering is an outdoor activity. If I'm walking through the office and I just throw garbage on the ground, I've littered. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. No, you're just being an asshole, but. It's not littering. I think littering. I don't think littering. I'm going to look up the dictionary definition of the word littering and see if the word outside actually is in it. I don't think it is. Are you going to send a strongly worded letter to Webster's? Make it's an unti- it's un- being untidy with rubbish or a large number of objects being left lying around. Clothes and newspapers littered to the floor. There you have it. So you would the say that it, so, is not so, required. So what you're saying is that if you throw your sweater on the ground, not in the laundry basket, you're littering. No, that's not refuse. Is, is that, that has to be refuse? Isn't that just what it said? No. So it just said, you, you just said clothes you on. The, you just said clothes on the ground by the definition. Yeah, like your floor is littered with clothing. So it, does so that mean it's littering then? You go. Anytime you're a guest at someone's house, he just litters. You leave and you leave your litter. I, I, well, no, and, and Pat will uh, as yeah. as Pat will attest. He walked into the house today, having not been here since Saturday, and there was four coffee cups there. Paul was I, I put Paul? my coffee cup in the garbage. No, you didn't. It was right in your fucking seat. Sunday Night Live. He left his DC on the desk as well. I had to clean it up. Oh, I've been getting much better at it, though. Yeah, it sounds like it. I like that you think you're getting better at it because you don't know that you're doing things. 
I, I you just I'm assume you just assume they haven't happened. He thinks like you're at Fox News and it's like a full blown like you know Paul's like the studio manager is <laughs> supposed to come clean it up after. No, I don't. I don't look at it that way. Then how do you look at it then? Because it certainly see by your I've by your garbage by, a lot more actively into the trash. What the fuck does you think you have and just do it? I have been doing it. No, you haven't. You did I it. Yes, I'm not two, been perfect. You, you did it two weeks in a row. So you've done it two out of sixteen weeks this year. Oh, I feel like it's been weeks and weeks and weeks since you yelled at me on the show. It's been like twelve weeks. Because I, I just stopped caring at a certain point. But now you're saying that you're doing it. I'm, I'm, I have to go clean up after you. I, I I'm pretty sure, but I have been putting it. You like haven't that. been. You, who do you want to trust? Me, who actually cleans up the shit, or you, fucking leaves it around and doesn't remember. Who do you think? Who do you think has a better account of what's going on here? I mean, I'm not going to argue with you about. You shouldn't. It, but I'm just. You shouldn't. But I, you're going, going to going anyway, to. and then you're going to leave your shit around again. You're like, well, I, I most definitely. No, I definitely threw that out. I definitely threw it out. And then you, you I did. Thought, I, I, I thought I did. Stop thinking. Start doing. Be a door. But I had littering around the house. Now that apparently I see, I I wouldn't even have called it littering. But now that you've educated me on it, littering inside my own house. I mean, throwing ice out of your cup on the ground is littering. I'm sorry, it just is. So raining is littering. No, that's n- Mother Nature. Ah, so hail is littering. No, if you you can't take, you can't finish your 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 McDonald's Coke, and then roll down the window while you're driving on the road and fire the contents out. Jeff, I'm not going to lie to you. I've done this many times. All the time. Yeah. I've even been in the drive-thru, like, just to... I was always afraid they would, like, capture my license plate and find me. (laughs) And do what? What? (laughs) For littering. You're (laughs) fucked, I'm terrified. You are fucking fucking twisted. No, I'm terrified (laughs) that the cameras would capture my license plate and I'd get a ticket for littering. You are something. Tim... Because I wouldn't want to litter, what I would do is say there's a cup in my cup holder. It still had liquid in it. I would dump the ice, the liquid, out my window, and I'd put the cup in the garbage. I don't know. Somewhere. Well, if I didn't have a garbage, like on a car seat or on the floor, but like I'd get it out of there within like my next one, two trips in the car. I'm not dropping the cup on the ground, but I need that cup holder now. So I'm emptying the liquid contents of that cup and I never consider myself to be littering. Yeah, you could be pouring remnants of Coke on the ground. That's littering. It's not. And this action is taken by every sane person in the world. I would never do that. I know. Why do you think I preface that by sane person? I thought of it and was literally like, they're going to capture my license plate and send me a fine. Well, that, 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 that's e- I mean, that's even crazier than thinking that that's littering. That, they, that the McDonald's drive through is going to call the fucking police because you poured like two ice cubes out your window onto the ground before you threw out your trash. And you I think they're literally gonna, am you afraid th- of that. Yeah, Tim. McDonald's, you're about to go spend $18 on a meal for two, I mean one, Stop and it. they're calling the cops on you. Stop it. Stop it. These are concerns that I have. <laughs> That's a real main character thing, by the way. No, it's not. Oh, I, I throw I dumped out my ice. <laughs> They're gonna call the cops on me if I do it. How was fu- that main character? Because they don't fucking care about you. Yeah. That's why they wouldn't do it. 
that's not main character. Like, you think you're being surveilled. (laughs) Yeah, I might be. You think everyone's watching you at all times. I assume all the drive-thrus are being surveilled. I'm sure there's a camera there. Not what they're looking for there, pal. I don't know what they're looking for. Really? Let's let's me having let, guess who faced. I don't know what's going on. Let, let's try to rank the reasons why you would have a surveillance camera at a drive through Tim, let's see. So number one is littering. Uh, what's number two? No, it's not the number one reason, but they would still check it. <laughs> the cameras are there to see that there's customers. And what do you mean? Assume the number one reason so the, the customer drives so off with the stuff they can, they can get them. If you drove no, off, with, if you drove off with the stuff at a drive-through, they wouldn't even call the cops on you for that. Well, it's theft. If, <laughs> they just don't care. Like if I were working there, I'd care. Tim, Tim, you would never be. You don't have the capabilities of working in a fast food restaurant. I'm sure so, I could. Really? Okay. Well, let's 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 no. Hold on. Let's let's do this. I I know someone who owns a fast food place. Let's get Tim on the headset, taking people's orders and talking to them, driving through the car. You comfortable with that? I mean, for an afternoon, I'm sure I could do it. No, no forty hours a week. I wouldn't want to do it for forty hours. Why not? Because you couldn't. Because it would be grueling, and I don't want it. I already have a, a forty hour a week job. I don't need another one. I mean, come on, forty hour a week. Let's let's not kid ourselves here. I don't need. I, I look. I don't look down my nose at the work those people are I'm doing. Not, I, I'm not. I am saying you physically could not do it. You're afraid to call people on the phone. You think you can take their orders and give them change? Not a chance. It would be. If, I, look, it would. I'm, I think they have a hard job. God bless them for being open Christmas night. Paul, would you be very uncomfortable with like the intercom system because it's kind of like a phone. Like you're not actually calling uh, anybody, but they're like constantly calling you. I think I'd be okay with that. Imagine. Yeah, so why is going, why is making an order through the drive-through more comfortable than you say ordering a pizza on the phone, which you would forbid to do? I don't. You know what? That is a very good question, and I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I wish I could answer you, Jeffrey. I don't know. It just doesn't bother me. Could you, do you think it's automated? Do you think the police would get notified <laughs> automated or eighteen-year-old employee? I assume they call in. <laughs> like I assume they report to the police all the thefts that they have, and they have the license plate of the thieves. No, not talking th- thieves. I'm talking about the littering. Oh well, yeah, sure, same. Like I saw this person do this. Do you know one time I got a call? I stole gas, but I cl- listen. Wait, wait, wait. How did you you stole gas? Not on purpose. Let me explain this. You filled up the ca- the car and then just hightailed it. No, that's why I didn't think I stole gas. You thought it was so free? So I filled up, I filled up <laughs> it the free car. gas day. What's interesting is there actually is a way. They saw my license plate and the police called me. Um, so let me tell you, I filled up my car with gas. I went into the store. Like, you know, they're so attractive. There's, you know, you, you Americans, you can get go into Wawa and get lost for a half hour. Or Bucky Bees or something. Anyhow, I go in the store. I, I get myself maybe a little snack and a drink. I go pay. I didn't even look at like what the dollar amount was. I assume the guy also charged me for the gas. I paid for a drink and a snack and walked out back into my car and didn't um, go. And to Americans, this will sound really weird, but in Canada, you can fill up your, you don't need a prepay. They trust us. Um, you can just fill should, up your car with gas and then go in and pay. Shouldn't trust it's not you. Like you guys, 
you guys have to go in and prepay. No. So it's like, this is so weird. I went in the store. Of course I paid. And then I looked at my like instant banking. It was like a $5 charge. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I went back, I paid. But then you still got called by the police. I got called by the police. And that's how you knew to look at what the charge was. I got called by the police. They told me I stole gas. My God. It seems well, you would have like trembled, eh? What oh, happened totally, to totally. <laughs> it I'd be like... concerned. I'd have. A, I'd be concerned. I have, have a criminal record. Why do you not know how criminal records work? Well, I but it was staffed. You didn't get fucking charged with anything. Well, it's it's petty larceny, but it's still larceny. You didn't get charged with anything. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's still on your record, though. What are you talking about? Like your record. Like I'm sure. Like it's is is is, 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 is this like is, is this like those phony fucking permanent records from like your high school file, which don't exist? Like I assume it just gets all entered into the database. You like really? when they do the 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 the. the the credit check or whatever on you it's all there so like when i clear customs it'll come up as like gas thief watch out <laughs> well i'd be concerned of it i, I, I wouldn't <laughs> oh i get very concerned about these things it sounds like you should just like learn what matters and what doesn't and don't be concerned about the stuff that legitimately doesn't matter well maybe i can't tell the difference i think we're learning that every single week on your record. I they, thought it would be they on made, your record. They made a courtesy call to him. Be like, hey, did you forget to pay for your gas, basically? Was it that friendly, Jeff? Or was it you're a thief and you stole gas? Well, it was incredibly friendly. And then, obviously, I had, like, a back and forth. I was like, I did this. Like, they even acknowledged, yeah, the camera shows you, like, go in and out of the store. Um, or go in and out of, like. Did you have to, like, send them the copy of the receipt or something to prove that you went back and paid? No, no. The gas station knew. I went. The guy, like, like I guess they know. Like, uh, they like they probably have a little file. Like, uh, okay. I just showed the car. He knew exactly what. So um, it was on your file, but then you paid and it went off your file. What no, file? What, do you mean, what are you talking about? I mean, like a note at the gas station to say, like, a guy in a black Lincoln. Oh, uh, I thought you meant your like your permanent file. There was a note, and then what see permanent the file? What are you talking about? Okay. No, answer me. <laughs> you know, your, 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 your personal file. You would have any of the run-ins you would have had with the law. You're talking about your criminal the record. Sheet, they call it. Yes, that is a criminal <laughs> record. When you have not been charged for a crime, it's not on your criminal record. It's not a fucking honor system where you have to like self-report I, yourself for littering. I, I really don't know how it works. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my God. Well, this is the life I lead. Oatmeal's fun, huh? It is fun, but I'll that should be on your apple. fucking criminal record. That's a crime against humanity. <laughs> Oatmeal is a lot of fun. You've Lucky, you know what? Lucky charms are fun. Oatmeal is not. Oatmeal is an indicator that you're 10 days away from fucking death. <laughs> Oatmeal is fun. My Apple Watch is fun, too. You like it? I love my Apple Watch. Besides counting your steps, 
what do you do? Do you always say like to go over and out? Like do you use it like a walkie talkie? Yes, I do for text messaging. Tim, out of curiosity, four or five years ago when you first saw the Apple Watch, you thought it was like bougie and unnecessary and sort of these people wearing it, right? Sort of, but now I've come to realize it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I can like answer text messages by voice with my phone with my watch. Like that's such a cool functionality. Was that not and something like, you thought it could do? I just didn't know. But like, I was like, oh, how do I type back to a text message? And I was like, oh, there's a microphone. You push it. And so what you do with these, right, is the text message comes up and there's a microphone. You push the button and then you oh, can no. speak into the into the watch itself. And it like, here's what you say, records it, and then you can send it back. Is not- this like you playing with your trunk that has a button that can close and open? Oh, I had to. I've never owned a watch could do this. I had. I mean, your phone can do that too. You know that, right? You can do voice. No, text. no, no. My phone. Well, I, I don't know how. It's it's. The you bu- can send like voice messages on your phone. Yes, you, but it's you just can a recording you can of your also, voice. You can also do voice to text. On my watch. On your phone too. Well, I, maybe I don't know how to do that. There's no maybe. You can. See, why are you saying maybe? I'm telling you okay. that you can. It's like when I well, tell I you you don't pick it's like, it. it's like when I tell you you don't pick up your shit. I'm not lying to you. Despite your crazy reflection of how, I mean, whatever's wrong with your memory, I don't know. But I'm telling you, you didn't need an Apple Watch to do voice text. Well, I do do voice text with this now. But you could have been doing it the entire time. Paul has been wanting to chime in here for a second. Are you not concerned that your phone is actually spying on you at all times right now, Topcat? Well, my that's, phone's been that's... spying on me for the last year, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Like Saturday night or Sunday evening, I turn my phone on and it tells me I should be going to the studio house to watch football. And like, I know it's listening to me. I know it knows where I'm Would going now. Do you consider your watch your backup phone? That's a good point. <laughs> I guess it is because you see... What happened, right, and uh, is that when you, you activate the watch, there's, like, this weird, like, digital cloud of how it reads my phone, and then it, like, tethers together. So, like, whatever's on my phone is on my watch. So they're like – it's like an auxiliary phone, you might say. It's like, a, it's like a wrist phone. So you didn't even have to bring this into the store to get them to connect. You were able to do that all by yourself? I had help, but, but- it works now. But you didn't have to go into the store to do it. No, I didn't have to go into the store to do it. Now, imagine if that same technology existed, not just between an Apple Watch and an iPhone, but between, let's say, I don't know, an iPhone and an iPhone. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. I would guess it would work pretty similarly. Maybe it would. Maybe maybe it would? Yeah, maybe it would. I don't know. But maybe it would. The other cool thing about my watch is that like when I'm getting a text, like it just vibrates on my wrist. That's really cool. Do you ever give yourself a tug and get someone to text you? No. You sure? Maybe you try. Yeah. take that to the yurt? You'd probably, you'd probably like things in your pocket more if you put your watch in there and let it vibrate. No, no. Stop it. Yeah, you could go to the yurt, and then you could give the masseuse the Apple Watch, and then you could just text yourself the entire time. No, stop. <laughs> stop stop it. Anyway, I'm happy you got your Apple Watch. Maybe your step count will go way up. It has gone way up, and my exercise has gone way up. And I stood for five hours today. Why? 
That's what I I said. Oh, it you up to, you went you went shopping, didn't you? Yes, I went. So I set it up so that I'd have the, you know, the uh, the the blue ring for standing. Five of twelve hours for that, and pink ring is so the way it works with these uh, people. Most people don't have this. The way it works is that you got three rings, right? The larger outside one is reddish pink, and that's how many steps and cal. Like for example, I burned three hundred and seventy-five calories today just by moving. Uh, and then there is the exercise ring. That's the second one. That's green in color. And then the third one is your standing ring, how long you've been standing. And so I've been standing very, uh, you know, nearly for five hours today. This is like the most exercise you've gotten since golf season ended, isn't it? Uh, I don't know that that's true. But maybe it is? I'm trying to think. Paul? Tim went shopping oh. among the casuals? Uh, it's Boxing oh. Day sales, pal. I thought he avoided malls and mall walks altogether during this time of year. It wasn't a mall walk. It wasn't a mall walk. It was a trying to find purchases. Jeff, he went to three separate supermarkets to find black grapes. Found them. <laughs> black <laughs> grapes. And tri- I wanted black grapes and triple cream brie. Which you were stunned to find out was full of calories. Well, I, I still can't believe that a piece that small could be that caloric. I said, maybe you guys start updating yourselves on some of this stuff. Um, let's get to the the last set of games here. We got Indy and the Giants. The Giants are five and a half point favorites against Nick Foles again, starting for the Indianapolis Colts in the spot. It's going to be a short week for them, obviously, after losing in a pretty horrendous way to the Chargers. Jeff, you watched a lot of the Colts, I'm assuming, on Monday night. What'd you think? Oh, it smelt as bad as I predicted, guys. Are they better week two with Foles? Maybe, but I don't, I mean, I, I'll go, I mean, I was just trying to play off last week. That, that dead fish is still rotting and I'll take any number against them. Even with the Giants? Uh, yeah, Giants with a lot to play for. The Giants well coached. Um, yeah, I would. I don't, yeah, I would. I think the game can get out of hand. This is also going to be a dome team playing outdoors. Get out of town. Tim? I believe everything that Jeff said. The Colts can't be trusted at this number. The Giants have everything to win for. They win. They lock up the playoff spot. Uh, Then they don't have to worry very much about that that Philadelphia game next week either. They can sort of take it easy. So why not? push in this very winnable game. They are much better coached. Indianapolis is so poorly coached, even though Jeff Saturday did make two pretty smart challenges early in the game on some, on some pretty touch and go spots. I wasn't sure he was going to win either of them, but he, but he did. Uh, Anyway, replay show they were both pretty clear, obvious overturns. Yeah. But that, particularly that, that second one, like, eh, like he, you can make the argument that he never used the ball to keep the, Keep possession of it. Anyway, uh, I like the I like the Giants here. Do the Giants put pressure on quarterbacks, Pat? Because honestly, the biggest takeaway I had from Nick Foles last night is how quickly he buckled on plays. Yeah, that's a product of just his first start in ages. Probably, you're right. What an unfair spot to have put anyone in. Um, 
you're you're right. Maybe we'll see less of it, but it was weird. I didn't even think the pocket was done yet, and he just said, "I'm buckling." And I was like, "Thank you." The giant. I, I mean, I I'll just look up the numbers now. I only have them for the year. I don't have them for like a week by week basis. But the Giants were not in the top half of the league. But it feels like Thibodeaux has been uh, really getting to the core. He was against Washington. That was for sure. But I, I honestly I didn't go back and watch much of the Giants' defensive side of the ball when I was film scouting with the Giants last week against Minnesota. It was more watching their offense, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> Even if it was Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James and Barkley actually looked quite good. I'm going to take Indy, though. I think five and a half is a big number for the Giants to try and cover. And I really do think this is going to be like six, six and a half by the time this game gets around. Me and the coin are on the same side here. Cleveland at Washington is the next game up. This is my super lock this week. I will tell you right now, I'm taking Washington minus two and a half. I expect to lose, Tim, because every time I bet on or against the Browns, the exact opposite thing that I think is going to happen happens. But Noodle Arm Watson is going to have a struggle bus against this Washington defense, I think. Uh, you just love Carson Wentz. This is what this is all about. <laughs> is he even starting? I how could I, of course he has to be starting. Are they, you kidding me? They they haven't they're not naming a starter until Wednesday. I just presume if they haven't named it, it's going to be Wentz, and it has to be Wentz. He went to him uh, in that game. Surely it's Wentz. Maybe they were trying I'd be, to. Keep, I'd be, maybe, I'd be maybe, gobsmacked. Maybe they were trying to keep Heineke healthy. Yeah, I sincerely doubt that. Well, this goes on. I my... understand. I understand your pick, though. I I, I, I like Washington too. I, I mean, this goes to my point that I don't think that there, as I've been telling you all along, that there's no difference between Wentz and Heineke. You're, again, you're the only person that says that. Every single person tells you differently. I think I'm right on this one. Oh, so, so when everyone is against me and I say that they're wrong, well, I'm let's, crazy. Let's see. But when everyone is against you, you are the right one and we're all crazy. Just if, want to make sure I'm, I'm laying at the double standard here. Well, well let's see. I, I will admit I'm wrong that if Wentz is the starter in this line shrinks. I think this is probably a Carson Wentz line. Okay, so... I think everybody presumes Carson Wentz is going to play this game. Well, what what do you think, Jeff? If Heineke is starting this game, is this line any different? I don't think the line moves at all. I don't think the books care who plays. Which would tell you what? That they're The the same. Yeah. But again, no one agrees with that. I mean, the books agree with me, it does seem. We'll see. I okay. mean, like, Terry McLaurin probably agrees with Tim. Sure. And I respect him, and I understand, like, yeah. And Gary and, and Adam Rank and, uh, you know, everyone that we've had on the show for, like, a month and a half. Sure. Got guys that aren't sports books. So I'm going to go with the sports book on this one. They seem to know things. But I yeah. would rather bet on Washington with Heineke than once. That's the problem is that Wentz is just to make Wentz your super lock when there's 16 games this week is such a self-hating thing to do. It's it's a you betting. Don't need that. You just don't need it. You just don't need it in your life. Like, this, pick a, this, this bet is a on, bet. I'm not sure, but like this is a Carson bet against Wentz, Cleveland. You don't need. I get it, but you, but by definition, you're also betting on. Carson Wentz. Sure. And, like, there's and again, games I don't there. even know if Why it is do Carson this to Wentz. yourself. I, I honestly think they're probably going to start Heineke. Like he's the guy who won I, I them don't. six games in a row. <laughs> then they benched, yeah, last week. Sure, like, he was playing like shit. They didn't bench. Yeah, he, and he cost them the game against the Giants too. Like they benched him anyway. 
I think it's going to certainly be wins. And it's just like, I don't know. You don't need this struggle in your life. Yeah. I'm I, 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 mean, too, I, I actually bet on the game, so it is more of a stress in my life. But, you know, I'm going to go. With again, it. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean, but let's move on. Well, I mean, I don't see how you could get like if you stress out about your teaser, but if you have no money on it, what do you care? I bet them every week on ProLine. Are you kidding me? You can't bet teasers on ProLine. Yes, you can. Online, you can, which you have to put your credit card in, which I know you don't do. No, so I just bet them on the money line. That's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, but I still bet them. I still pick those teams on my pro line every week. I haven't seen you show up with a pro line in ages, by the way. I don't show up because I mucked for them. I leave them in my car. Have you won any this year? I won one. Did you? But it was like for like 12 bucks, and I thought that would be more embarrassing to show you than, uh, than not show you, so I didn't. Jeff, who are you picking? I hate this game. I'm going to, I just guess, be a follower here. A round of, of uh, Mandos. Arizona and Atlanta, a game with legitimately no stakes to it whatsoever besides draft seating. The Falcons are favored by four. That seems like way too much. Even with Marty McSorley playing quarterback for the Cardinals, I'll take Arizona. Same here. This could have been a super lock, by the way. Eh. The it's Fal- a useless game. The Falcons have to win by five or more? It's a lot for the Falcons. Yeah, it's a lot, but the Cardinals are also, you know. They don't have to win. I get it. I just uh these are two trash teams. I don't need to put a super lock on it. All right. Jeff, your pick. I feel crazy for laying these points here, but I am I'm going to uh I'm gonna back Atlanta. I'm gonna back Atlanta. All right. Uh, this is uh, this is enough a complete nothing burger on the whole schedule, though. San Francisco at Las Vegas. Vegas are six point dogs at home against Dirty Purdy and the Flying Forty ers Forty five is the game total here. Jeff, where are you going? I think we get a close one. The Raiders off essentially being uh, eliminated. They they give us a close one at home versus a former Bay rival. Close game. Feinberg finish. Feinberg. Niners win, Raiders cover. Uh, the Raiders are still mathematically alive for the playoffs, by the way. They have a 0.9% chance of making the playoffs. Essentially the same odds that the Chargers do to win the Super Bowl. So I like understand no, those are bad odds. Like people who are calculating those, I don't quite get where they're coming. Hey, from. listen, I'm using the same site that you always point to. I'm using five thirty. No, no, I'm not saying that. I, I'm not disputing that those are the numbers. I'm just very curious how you get to yeah. those numbers. It seems. But I, don't we- think I don't think the Chargers are winning the Super Bowl, but if they're in the tournament officially, I think they should have more than a one percent. That's yeah. That, that seems strange. It seems strange. I'm sure there are reasons for it, but it seems strange. Like they have lower odds than the Jags of winning. The Super Bowl. Well, only because the Jags get to play a home playoff game. That would be why. Correct. But like, if the Jags and Chargers play in the first round, the Chargers are going to be favored. Sure. We're doomed regardless. That's all I know because of you. Unless I'm the, an enthusiast. Unless the, unless the Jets make the playoffs, then you're then you're clear sailing as long as they're still in. Yeah, until round two. Uh, I'm going to take Vegas as well to cover the points at home. Tim? San Francisco to cover. San Francisco is the last part of the freest of free money New Year's Day teasers. And that's a pick'em? Yeah. 
Okay. Minnesota Green Bay. Green Bay favored by three in this game. This is down from three and a half as well. Uh, we took a look. I mean, I can't remember if it was on this show or the show that I do with Ross Tucker over on Odds Checker that we were talking about last week, Packers to make the playoffs at 7-1, to one, that there is actually a very clear path based on if they could just beat Miami, then they play the Vikings, then they play the Lions. They kind of like start eliminating teams along the way. So I think it's pretty curious. I didn't actually think that the Packers played all that well against Miami and still beat them. They didn't. If the Dolphins didn't have a ton of turnovers, they wouldn't have beaten them. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. I mean, like, Minnesota is the luckiest team on earth, but they keep doing it every week. I don't know. I'll take the Vikings. Are the Vikings going to lose to, like, the – who would they play in the first round? Like, the Giants? Like, we're going to get a rematch of last week's game well, in the first round somehow? Maybe. Maybe. Or right. the Packers or the Lions. Yeah. They'll probably be the two seed unless San Francisco. Now they've got the advantage. So if they win their last two, they're the two seed. If they lose this, then yeah, I mean, I, they'd be playing probably the Giants, and that that's probably a better team to play for them, to be honest with you. Yeah, the funny thing is, if they lose this game, that would directly probably help them because it puts the Packers in the driver's seat for the seven seed. And even if it is a division rival and a familiarity, I like. 10 out of 10 times I'm playing the Giants over the Packers if you're letting me pick. Yep. And by beating the Packers, they can to- totally eliminate that scenario and get to play the um, whoever else would potentially limp into that. I, d- I don't think there's been a team in the league that I have been have a better ATS record on than the Vikings. <laughs> I have supported them so much when they were frauds. And I've also jumped off at perfect times. Last week I was on the Giants um, with the number. A couple weeks ago I said Lions alternate line, like play them against the Vikings. And I've been on so many of those games, they luck sacked out. I was on them. Uh, This seems, I'm just going with the the momentum in the moment. But I, I, this feels like a game I could easily be switching my pick on if it actually came real betting time. I'm if Minnesota commits to running the ball, if Minnesota just commits to running the ball, Green Bay cannot tackle, and Minnesota will destroy them. But will they do that? Will they commit to running the ball? Because Green Bay has no hope then. Green Bay's not a good team. Yeah, but I think we're kind of convinced that the Vikings aren't a good team either. No, like the Vikings are a good team. They're not a great team. They're certainly a good team. I mean, uh, by, by the numbers, they're not a good team. <laughs> well, but what's good, right? Like, good to me is like a top 12, top 15 team. Yeah, Minnesota by DVOA this year is the 25th best team in football. Yeah, fair enough. I don't care. Now, that, that doesn't... Fair enough. Uh, no, no, that's even lower than I thought. Okay, fair enough. They're not frauds, and they're not very good. Like, uh, or, I don't know. I think the frauds claim is a little harsh and fraud. And, well, well, and unfair. The, 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 fraud, <laughs> the fraud claim is because they have two fucking losses or three losses, whatever it is. Like, it's just it's outrageous that the record is what it is. Okay, fine. But again, in a league where 90% of games are one score games, I don't, I don't want to hate on the team that, that's winning a lot of them. I don't know. Were, were Minnesota fans mean to you on the internet? I am a Minnesota fan. Because Minnesota fans, Vikings fans, very back up against the wall. Very triggered. Very sensitive bunch. Listen, 
And I'll giggle into the bank. I'm giggling to the bank with this team. The only bet they won't cash for me is my Super Bowl futures. But from from props, team props to Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year, this team, I am celebrating them. Oh, I hope hope you play them in the Super Bowl and you have to fight 100,000 Vikings fans for tickets. That was my preseason pick. And you know what? I mean, me and Tim have spoken off air now that the Chargers have clinched. I look at that NFC, and I'm like, holy shit. Outside of Tampa Bay, every single one of those teams is a ticket market through the ceiling driving franchise. So, I, I, but I will, I would, I, I'd give an organ, but I don't think I need to because promises have been made to me since I was 12 years old on how that weekend will go. Uh, I'm taking Green Bay. Who are you taking here? Jeff. Green Bay. You're taking Green Bay as well, minus three. That's going to go back up. Looking at it right now, it's minus 120 to the minus three. So I would expect that to go back up to minus three and a half, uh, probably by game time or even before that at this point. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Wake me up. I'm not going to watch this fucking shit. I'll watch the replay in the morning so I can fast forward through commercials. Over under seven and a half times, Tim, the Ravens get to the 15-yard line of the Steelers and score zero points. Ugh. One of the merciful things about Sunday Night Live is that I'll miss at least the first quarter of this game. (laughs) Ugh, I am not looking forward to this game at all. Uh, Now, in terms of stakes, Steelers have a very outside chance of making the playoffs. Uh, They may have no chance of making the playoffs by kickoff. If the Dolphins and Jets both win, the Steelers are are out of the playoffs. Is that how how it works? Yes, because if the Dolphins, Dolphins... If the Jets win... Because the Dolphins winning means the Patriots have lost. Jets. Oh, yeah. And that, the that Jets win, it. right? So that everybody but the Dolphins and Jets are eliminated if the Dolphins and Jets win this week. That's a one-game playoff for the last wild card if Miami and the Jets win this week. Uh, so Miami – or so the Steelers will know uh, whether they still have life in them. And that's – like, Tomlin's such a good coach that I think he'll be able to keep them motivated regardless – and uh, anyway, I've seen a lot of nonsense here. I like the Steelers quite a bit in this game. You like the plus three? Yeah, I like the plus three. I think that, that there's a real chance they could win the game outright. But I, even if they don't, I think I think I'm probably at worst case getting a push here. So I like Pittsburgh as well, plus three. Uh, I'm kind of on the same page as Tim here, Jeff. It just I don't know in a game that I think is going to be decided by a field goal if I can have three points with one team, I'm probably going to mm-hmm. take them in that spot. Do you think that Baltimore might be not really revealing their hand here as much, Jeff, that now that they're in the playoffs, they're like, you know, winning the division would be great, having the home game would be great, but you know it would be even better? Uh, not showing anything and then having a healthy Lamar in round one. I totally agree with that. That would make a lot of sense. Um like you guys, I'm taking the three points in an NFC AFC North game. Uh, the amount of results you get uh, that can go your way when you're getting three points in an AFC North game, I'm in for it. Tim kind of alluded to it. I really do trust Tomlin for all the craziness and field goals. And by trust Tomlin, I mean that the team, regardless of implications, is going to just want to screw around with Baltimore more than anything. And I think these guys like love them, like the top guys love them, and they'll play their asses off to keep that Tomlin winning season thing. Playoffs are not alive, or the no losing 
season thing. I swear, I think the Steelers are going to play their asses off the next two weeks for that shit. I mean it. I don't think that we're going to be alone in taking Pittsburgh. I will wager a very heavy amount that this is one of the most popular games, popular yep. sides against this, against the spread this week. I'd be worried if this line doesn't move. I'm always worried. Yeah, well, of course. But if this doesn't go to two and a half by kickoff, you'd be like, Ugh, something's going on here. I d- what do you think about the Ravens to win the Super Bowl? I don't like it. I'm convinced that, well, that's good. I'm convinced that they might have the best defense in football right now. Yeah, maybe. What are their odds? Because I, I don't hate it. You know, like the way they're playing, odds are anyway, they'll be the sixth seed. So that means. The way they're playing is irrelevant the second Lamar walks back. No, 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 no. But the field. way they're playing means that they're the sixth seed. That's where we place them as we consider how they're going to well, get. They're, they're the five the right Super now, Bowl. right? So that's. Yeah, but the Chargers to... are, are likely to leap them. So I'm not afraid of either of those matchups. Either they get Jacksonville or they play a division opponent who they're incredibly familiar with. Yeah, so let's say they start – the likeliest is they start at the Bengals in the first round. Okay, you know, sure, they can win that game. Then they have to go to Buffalo or to Kansas City. I mean, they're going to have to to beat these teams anyway. It's a difference. Their path is they need someone to knock off to the Chiefs or the Bills in that other game. In my opinion. I mean, the Ravens the Ravens had the Bills dead to rights earlier this year, and I then just couldn't close the door. Good enough to win you all like three Chargers. of those games. The Chargers need the exact same. Someone needs to knock off bullshit. Yeah, but I don't think they can. I don't think this Baltimore team, even with Lamar, even when they had Lamar, they had these troubles. Can go to Cincinnati, to Buffalo, and to Kansas City back to back to back just to get to the Super Bowl. I, th- I don't think they've got it in their offense does if 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 Buffalo gets up 14 nothing on them good night it is over same with the Chiefs good night they have no hope I just don't think they're a well constructed team in this year's AFC to 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 pick in this spot See, so I'm- I, mean, I mean nothing's impossible but I've outside of the AFC South team, they're the team I, I like the least to advance in the playoffs. Fifteen to one to win the AFC, Jeff. And listen, obviously they're fifteen to one to win the AFC. There's better teams out there for them. But like once you start, it, it, I guess if they played at home, it wouldn't make a difference either. But they're not going to have to go indoors anywhere. I think this team with a healthy Lamar and effective running game is just more suited to play outdoors in cold weather. And I think that kind of limits the talent discrepancy on offense between Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and the Ravens. They come in with the best defense. Like, we've seen teams like this do this before in the playoffs where it's like, oh, yeah, teams just can't score against them in January. Should have thought of that earlier. I think that can happen once, maybe even twice, but three straight times against those three offenses. I mean, if you think it can happen twice against two of those offenses, it can happen again against the third one. I just think you're asking to flip a coin heads eight times in a row sort of thing. And then I'm banking on in one of those games, Lamar, a former MVP, being great. Like, I am totally on Pat's side of this thing then, Tim. I think this is you're drawing to an inside straight. Well, it's a 15-to-1 bet, Tim. What do you think we're doing here? I don't think it's good. I mean, obviously, you're better off just betting money line in all the games than fifteen to one. Oh, maybe, maybe that is the case. Definitely, in, in, definitely would in, be. In, unless they play Jacksonville. Unless they play Jacksonville. Even them. Even them. Uh, if you multiply f- the Jacksonville versus yeah. Buffalo versus KC, you'll get over fifteen. But then, what screen grab are you going to show when they win the Super Bowl? Not that no, so, that is a really good point. And then, no, no, to win the Super Bowl, then they'd have to go through Philly. 
No, I know. Or, or I, Dallas I, I, that or is a, you, you actually make a great point there. Read the money lines. Let's see. What do you think they would, if they were in Kansas City, what do you think they would be, like dog wise, like points wise? Seven? Six. Six and a half, seven. Yeah. Six, yeah, six, six and, a half. and a half. And if they had to go into Buffalo, it would be seven probably, or would it be yeah, six? Yeah, probably around the same. Around the same. Probably around the same. Probably. Yeah. You, you are dogs at the Bengals. You are correct. If they were six point dogs, seven point dogs, and let's say two and a half point <laughs> favorites in the first round, it would be nineteen to one on a three game parlay money line. So good. I'm call not sure they'd be. I'm not sure they'd be. Thank you. I'm not sure they would be favorite at Jacksonville. Well, then it'd be worth even more. I think they would be favorite yeah. at Jacksonville. I think Jags might get a point. Might even lay a point. Maybe. I think I like. <laughs> a lot of good offenses in the AFC. They come in. They, they come in flying at nine and eight. I think the Jags are going to probably be favorite at home. Against the against whoever, maybe not the Chargers. Maybe the Chargers. I don't know. All right, your free money of the week is a six-point teaser from which I see Philadelphia minus one, the Chargers minus a half point, Detroit and San Francisco. Pick them. Yep, that's it. Four to pay. I cannot two believe. To one. Is that pays two sixty plus two sixty. Really? So you took four seven-point favorites. You chopped them to a point. Took and you're one seven-point favorite. Two sixes, a six and a half, and a seven. Yeah, Jeff. It's there. Yeah, it's there for you. Listen, if you want the free money, take it. It's there for you. I mean, it's a teaser. Like it's called a I'm not saying I don't I disagree with your picks. I'm just saying your confidence in like the most square teaser on earth is is alarming. I think okay. bet the other bet the teaser the other way then. I don't want to do that either. I'm just saying it sounds like every like this is a weekly occurrence. We're going to take a handful of touchdown favorites, bring them down to pick them. And- we don't always have the, 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 this is There's a lot of touchdown favorites this week or six-point favorites, and they're just against teams I want to tease with. And I just think it's start 2023 off with a bang. Win. Super locks. I've already said Washington minus two and a half. Arizona plus four was very much Ooh. in consideration. And I actually really like Buffalo too, minus one and a half. But Washington it is, minus two and a half for me. Tim, you're the leader in the clubhouse. Make your pick. Hmm. I am tucked between two. Let's hit the T with San Francisco minus six. Jeff. Almost thought about going the other way on that game. For me, it's Pittsburgh or Packers. And I, uh, I'll give me the three if it's still available on the Packers. Yep. Green Bay minus three for Geoffrey. This week on the Pat Mayo Experience. We can have a nice head-to-head here coming down, or as Tim mentioned at the beginning, that he could just have this wrapped up. Would that be your first Super Lock title since we started the show? Probably. I think it would be. Probably. A win and a Jeff push, or a win and a Jeff loss, and I get there. Or a push and a Jeff loss. I think I might get there, too. There we go. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Remember to rate and review and play in Fantasy Golf Championships. You can find the link down in the description. You screenshot me your entry for this year that you already paid for. Then you're going to draw for another entry into it that I will be giving away. Jeff, I don't think you can play in Ontario. You might as well get your spots now where you are. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. Um, I'll get that done this week. Poor Ontario sucks, Also, the the Ontario is the worst and to people that like that whole golf one and done thing seem foreign, it's it's fun. It's like the survivor of football, except you don't actually get kicked out for the year. You just can only use one guy once, and you move on. Yeah. It's a great little way to, to enjoy golf. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I saw that uh, Michigan, it is not available in either. So what, what's happened here is some of these states and provinces in Canada, when they legalized sports betting, they upped all the fees for fantasy as well. That's why there's no more DraftKings in DraftKings Daily Fantasy in Ontario because the province didn't differentiate between Daily Fantasy and sports betting. So they're just charging outrageous licensing fees for daily fantasy stuff that falls under daily fantasy so if they're going to charge like let's say DraftKings, i think the normal rake is like 13 percent or something like that on a tournament well i think they're being taxed at like 17 percent. so it's legitimately unprofitable for them to even offer a service for this that's where the difference comes in in all of this if people are wondering some of the states have the same things too that their licensing fees became so high that it's just unprofitable to operate in that state michigan being one of those at the moment in case you were wondering Tim Andercust! Tim Andercust. That's not my name. But were you wondering about the uh, the differences between Daily Fantasy I asked and you a question about it, yeah, last week. Yeah. And, uh, or two weeks ago. But yes, that's that makes sense. Yeah, it just... They, listen, the people doing this don't have a fucking clue like what either one of these things are. They're just like signing bills and hoping to cash some checks. They're the FSGA. I think Peter Shanky is out there. He's trying to lobby each of the states to try to get this figured out. But, uh, Tim, you know government. It takes a while. Yes, the the, mo- mo- the wheels of the state often do move slowly rather than quickly. So that will do it for us. Again, smash like, play in the Listener's League, play in the one and done, enter that contest, and I hope everyone has a happy new year. For Paul, the coin, me, Jeff, and Tim, we'll see you next week. Last week, Dan Campbell was plus 175 to win Coach of the Year. He loses. This week, he's 22 to 1. That's pretty remarkable. So, Dayball was 30 last week. I gave him on this. He lost the game, and now he's 15, Pat. Yeah, I know. People think he's doing it. I think he's doing a great job. Doug Peterson's the one you got to watch out for, I think. If it's not Sirianni, I don't think it's going to be Shanahan. I think it would be Peterson or Dave. Although Shanahan's got a great case. He's had to manage incredibly difficult circumstances. I I completely agree. But I feel like he falls in that, like, weird Belichick category where, oh, we'll give it. We'll get it to him sometime down the road. Okay. Call me crazy, but is it not disrespectful that the Carolina interim coach doesn't even have an odd on any book? He's not going to win. He coached, what, like five games, six games? They were... Done. You just slapped your head. I slapped my fat thigh. <laughs> okay. Maybe if you eat some oatmeal, it'll be fine. It's true. Steve. No, I'm not saying he should win, but I don't know. He deserves some level of. I don't, uh, yeah, you're right. You don't need to post a number. See, I feel bad for Steve Wilkos because he's going to leave Carolina and he's going to go back to being the bouncer on the Jerry Springer show. It's a real downgrade. Do you think he ends up with a job next year? (laughs) This guy was given one year in Arizona and they fired him to hire Cliff. I don't think he stays with Carolina. I don't think they bring him back. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Their owner seems like he's willing to throw money around for more of a name. I'm saying this Wilkes... This guy's got no breaks. He got one year in Carolina, and they fired him to hire an idiot. I think Denver. I, mean, in, I think Denver. Denver should look at Steve Wilts because no like high end coach is going to want to be like, oh, you know who I want to coach, Russell Wilson. But he would. Denver has to 
make such assurances to anyone who takes the interview that they won't even be judged by next year. Like if, like, cause if you have any sort of reputation or are a high end candidate, like you cannot, or even if you're a no name candidate, it's almost like ridiculous to think that you're going to have a guy come in there and, and solve something. Weren't you calling for the Waltons to pay Russell out his money? Yeah, I am. I'm literally calling for the Waltons to pay it all. Cut them, pay it all, or be so rich because your daddy invented Walmart, force them to, re- like, make them an offer to retire that is so enormous, and then make them, send them a check for managing some Walmart that he never has to go to. But in life, when you buy a company like that, this Walton guy can, for the cost of $200 million, can instantly get culture like make a culture move and an equity with the fan base that that's almost worth the 200 million and all that dead cap money. It sounds crazy. Have 20 undrafted free agents. It I, sounds better than Russ. I don't think that Wilson is necessarily finished. I think we've seen a lot of guys over the past five years in a lot of sports be declared done. And then all of a sudden the next year they're like, okay, we just look like Chris Paul was done. His contract was deemed untradeable, that he'd be out of the league. He was an albatross for anyone. Not only does he get traded, becomes good. He signs another huge deal after that. Like, Russ isn't so old that I'm not saying he's going to be like MVP Russell Wilson type guy again, but if he's just like league median quarterback, the Broncos could actually be pretty good with this defense. Do you feel better about Denver or Cleveland? Hmm. Cleveland. Okay. I'm, I just, not sure I I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know the answer to that question either. I'm not. My suggestion is so extreme and very unrealistic. But the realistic scenario is keeping Russ another year and then cutting him when it's only 85 million in dead cap. Like so, now you're then killing next year and the year after. I don't. I don't claim to know what to do, but I snicker at it. And he's a mobile, he's he's a quarterback who depended on the second level of plays improvisation. The mobility is an issue and the lack thereof. See, I I, other re- I I didn't think it was a mobility issue for him this year. He still seemed to move okay. Like he dude had and I know it's not like he had a ton of protection in Seattle the last few years either. Maybe that's one of the reasons post injury why he wasn't all that good last year, but like their offensive line is a sieve. And he's not operating, like you said, at the full capability that he used to be able to do. But if you just get him an offensive line that buys him an extra second or two, maybe, I mean, sometimes that's all it takes for a quarterback just to not seem abysmal anymore, make him seem average. The guy's play was was make two spinoramas, evade two sacks, and then up Chuck Kumalu a great play. I don't know that that seems recreatable. He's a bad quarterback, and it appears he's an even worse teammate. Hey, Brett Rippin likes him. Probably got a Christmas present. I, I very much doubt that. <laughs> an autographed photo of himself. That would be amazing. <laughs> Here's an autographed kid. Gave it to him. Let him walk out the Subway door. gift cards it, for maybe all the his, Maybe his Christmas gift is his direct telephone number. No, not a chance. Direct to direct to his agent. He doesn't have to phone the agent's assistant anymore. He can just contact the agent directly. He's so sweet. So sweet. What a nice guy Russell Wilson is. So, anyway, I don't think that he's completely cooked. 
I think that there is a chance that he can be salvageable in Denver and hopefully they can build like, man, they won a fucking Super Bowl with Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning was a corpse. I feel like if they can get the guys on defense, they have pieces on their defense to make it legit. They can somehow add to that through free agency, a third rounder with the picks based on what they have right now, and just try to find someone to be able to protect Russ a little bit. They could be a teammate. They almost won a bunch of games this year, and they barely scored over 13 points in any of those games. So... I think that they're, if they're, you're right. I'm extreme. I'm extreme. I'm enjoying it too much. You are definitely right. Like, why, why can't, why can't can't the Broncos be next year be a better version of this, like, Huntley Ravens team, which wins every game, it seems? Yeah. Or I'd say, like, the Jets that we're excited about to just get a median QB. So you're right. You're right. It's probably better to give it one more try, see if they can make him the 16th best quarterback in the league, and then they can win games. That would be my move if I was them, but I'm not them. So maybe they will pay the $200 million to fix their culture. No, they won't. They won't. No, of course they won't. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.